Hey guys, Alex here. Sorry to interrupt your podcast listening experience, but we have exciting news. Uh, 20-Sided Spies is now on iTunes, so you can listen to it on iTunes or the podcast app on your phone. Uh, So if you have any people who are hesitating to listen because it's on a website, now you can actually uh, listen to it and, you know, be on your merry way to work or whatever. Uh, All I ask, if you can and if you have the time... You could leave us a nice five-star review. You don't actually have to review us. You can literally write whatever you want. Uh, you know, your favorite characters, your favorite ships, how your day is going, whatever you want to do. Um, but the five stars actually helps us get noticed on iTunes so that more people can see it. So that will be a great help. Anyway, uh, you can finish skipping and enjoy your episode now. Bye! Previously on 20-Sided Spies. Our agents, Belle, Jenny, and Hawari, stow away on a suspicious caravan heading into the unknown. But when fighting breaks out, our agents outwit the bandit group, scattering their numbers and their wagons on the rocks below. Sifting through the wreckage, they discover a mysterious stone with the potential to throw their entire agency into turmoil. So the scene, as we left it last time, you guys had, were on the edge of a mountain ridge called the Spine of the World, mm-hmm. chasing down a caravan of bandits that were smuggling something somewhere into the mountains. Right. You stopped the caravan in a Fast and the Furious-esque, like, five-carriage pileup <laughs> with, like, oh, wagons and shit flying over the edge of the mountains, crashing on the ridges below. Uh, you killed almost everyone. Like the only folks that are left here are Dazan, a dragonborn druid, who, while working with the caravan, befriended Jenny, of sorts, mm-hmm. in a way. Oh, right. Um, that was nice. There is a horde of rust monsters that were inside one of the wagons that has eaten most of your family's heirloom mm-hmm. trident. Just the handle. You've got the pointy bits. So you can do, like, a, like a Raphael kind of thing. It looked like Wolverine. Yeah. Kind of. It's, it was really wide. Really I look like a really wide Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> wide Wolverine. I'm glad we're on the wide same wavelength. Me. Wide Wolverine. <laughs> this is my wide Wolverine theory. <laughs> yes. WW theory. It's real. Here are some diagrams. Every movie, he gets a little wider. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Listen, oh, someone's going to check those tapes, and we're going to see you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll check this. I'll do it for you. Or there we you go. And, um... Anyway. Check the footage. And the leader of the bandits running this caravan, named Enid, was thrown into a crevice below, when which Yasmi or Hawari's Hexblade tried to convince them to kill her. I glitched. And they tried, but... Enid is still alive down at the bottom of this crevice. Hawari then picked up some sort of rock that they found in a bag that belonged to a half-orc named Kagak, who fled the scene after being almost run over by a wagon, but saved by Jenny, with a little gust of wind. Mm-hmm. Um, when Hawari touched the stone, they instantly gained the knowledge stored in the stone 
which unfortunately for them are the names and aliases of nearly every single agent of the Harpers, compromising almost everyone. You got a rat. And at the same, at that instance, because that's a lot of information to absorb all at once, Ori passes out. Then with their, their one hit point, it's just not enough to keep up. So, that's the scene as we left it last time. So, right. here we go. Great. We'll so, start up here. Ori uh, passed out. Not great. Yeah. You're, uh, unco- you're unconscious. Your eyes just rolling back <laughs> as you're trying to process ooh. all this info. Does it look like, like a slot machine? <laughs> oh, Good. Like <laughs> and the stone that Hawari touched, now that they are they're down on the ground... And the stone is trying, it's attempting to orbit their head, but because they're lying flat on their back, the stone kind of like makes an arc in front of their eyes, and then it hits the dirt and just drags itself over the top of their head until it gets to the other side and then lazily floats over and drags itself along the other side. Uh, And we're both like Mm. watching this, right? Yes, you guys are on the ground. Nearby. You're both still wounded. Mm-hmm. Um, all these Bellas. I don't. Did you take any hits? Yeah, last I'm week? at 13 right now. Oh, you're doing worse off than Bell. Yeah, Bell's hanging um, in there. When it's on the ground, I just put my foot on it. When you, so you just catch it on your foot. You can feel it kind of moving around underneath there, but it's it's not strong enough to kind of throw you off your feet. Mm-hmm. Do I have Gross. any type of like bag or anything like on me? Yeah, sure. Pouch? Yeah, you've got I'm a backpack, got... a pouch, all sorts of stuff. It's gonna kind of like. In a very, very silly way. You know when you, like, you step in, like, dog poop and you have, like, a plastic bag and you're trying to, like, scoop it off your shoe? Mm-hmm. Like, and you look like a big old goober? Uh, I do that where I'm just, like, trying to, like, get it in a pouch. So, uh, without uh-huh. touching it? Yeah. Okay. Know. So, you p- you take your foot off of it when you've got your bag open and the thing just kind of lazily floats through the air and into your bag. <laughs> you just, like, like, draw it shut and then, like, pull it away. Is this that rock? Yes. Wow, that okay. was so much easier than getting dog poop off my shoe. Right? Yeah. It's like a red sure. stone, maybe the size of like um like a big strawberry. Oh. Ooh. Mm. Small. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of like an uneven cut. It's not like a gemstone, more like a like some sort of rock or stone. Like an ore. Yeah. Mm. And you've got it now. You've got it in this bag. Um once you pull it 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 doesn't take you really any noticeable effort to pull it away from its orbit it's trying to run around Hawari's head, and when you pull it far enough away, it just goes it settles in your bag like any other ordinary stone would. Very strange. Um, Mr. Shard, you're gonna have to keep a very close eye on that. (laughs) Whatever it is. I don't understand the magic of up here. Uh, Doesn't make any sense. As long as I don't have to touch it with my bare hands, I'm fine with that. Probably Maybe. shouldn't touch it with yeah. your bare hey, Belle, hands. you want to touch this? No, 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 ma'am. Uh, I want to do an arcana check on it. Absolutely. Roll that bone. That would be a 17. A 17? Mm-hmm. So you get the idea, that you believe that this is an Iun stone. It's a type of magical item that are common among high-level spellcasters. The, they come in all sorts of different shapes and sizes made of different materials, and they have a wide variety of abilities that kind of run the gamut between like storing spells, uh, absorbing things, giving you bonuses to your natural abilities, um, 
But this stone in particular, it doesn't look like any of the more common ones you've heard about. Um, and you're not entirely sure exactly what it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say those exact words to Bell. And also kind of like <laughs> look at Hawara just going like, I, I am also kind of talking to you if you can hear me. Bell pokes pokes Hawari with, with the toe of his boot. He's like, are you alive? <laughs> I'm just like, and while you're doing, I'm dangling the bag with the gem above their head, just going like, uh. you You alive? You still alive there, buddy? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> do we, do we, can we just like shake Hawari or just like, maybe just like pick Hawari and be like, yeah. got you. Yeah, you can shake Hawari awake. They've got, they've got, well, they have a hit point. Like on one. So they're not like unconscious because of damage. Mm-hmm. So it's easy enough to kind of Shake them awake. Yeah. Are you... Are you hello? Hi, Friend? Hi. Boss? <laughs> new hire? Uh, new some, hired boss. Something. <laughs> Soon to be my employee. Not a chance. Shit. <laughs> I can even say that in this state. Not a chance. <gasps> They're alive! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I ain't doing so great. What a... What was, what's the weird, like, what is this thing? Why is it rotating around you and trying to move around you? I I honestly don't know. Is our other friend here? Dazan? Yes, he is. Uh, he is, he is busying himself, scrambling around the edge of the ridge, trying to make sure the rust monsters don't eat everything. Well, they can They're kind of like, eat whatever they they're want. They're kind of scurrying around. You can hear them kind of, it's... The sound they make is somewhere between a squeak and a snarl, because they're just like big beetles. Can, can you give us an example? No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure out how to make that sound. It's fine. I tell them to quiet down. Stealing <laughs> it. Like, quiet animals. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, excuse me, I'm still here. I'm not talking to you. What are, who are you again? Design. Just kidding, I know exactly who you are. Zan's my good friend. I know. I saw everything. I can see everything. Hmm. <laughs> I just wish it was on. I don't think he means that. <laughs> I was like, I, don't, I can't tell either way. Your guess is as good as mine. What's up with this rock? I don't know. Can you carry our friend? What? <laughs> and just like... I pick Hawari up off the ground, and I just put Hawari on Dazan's back. Dazan crumples. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> it's okay. Okay. I'm going to cast uh, Cure Wounds on you, because I was like, I'm literally sick of seeing this pathetic sight in front of me. <laughs> That's not very nice. Um, I, I, I'm, you know, when no one's looking, I did a nature check, and it turns out there's a lot of pollen in the air, so I'm very oh, sorry so? if you hear this throughout the... Recording is me just like blowing my nose. Do it. Ew. But... Ew. I'm so sorry. Sound effects. I boosted your levels for the sneeze. Oh man, I can't wait to for everyone to be like, yo, I had speakers up until that one moment. Yeah. Well, um. There's also more tissues if anyone else rolls that nature check. You got seven, seven HP. Seven extra? Yeah. Yeah, you're feeling, you're up at eight. And when that's, you, when you're cured by Bell, you're, you're feeling good enough to be able to walk around if you'd like. Yeah, I'll try. Can I, I want to scope out really quick to see if anyone died. Okay. Um, give me a quick perception check. That would be a 13. Um, 13. So, a lot of folks did. There are a lot of bandits uh, throughout the strewn about the wreckage of the wagons. A couple of them look 
riddled with like a crossbow bolts. A couple of them were just crushed under wagons as they flipped and turned. And looking over the ridge, you can see the wreckage of two wagons down below. The lead one, and I think it was the fourth wagon, just in splinters down at this gorge. Uh, I forget how far down it was. 40, 50 feet or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't know about what Hawari saw, right? Yeah, you don't know the information that Hawari learned from the stone. We just like this weird floating thing. Yeah. Hawari touched the stone and then passed out. And now Jenny has it in her bag. Is it cursed? What did, What does it do? Uh, I'll give you a buff, right? <laughs> um, it didn't. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to that information for a second. Right, you're gonna, just, you're gonna play it close to the chest. Yeah, let's try and get somewhere safe first, and then we'll talk about it. Because there also could be. We should uh, heal everyone that's hurt. No, we should go and we should grab Enid because isn't she the lead, like the ringleader, and we should take her in for questioning. Yeah. After we heal everyone here, please, Bell. I literally can't say no to you, Miss Jewel Shard, but I also <laughs> don't have enough spell slots to do that. <laughs> How many spell slots do you have? Not enough to cure wounds, everybody in this vicinity. Uh, I don't have enough energy to mediate this conversation. <laughs> I I I go around before run off and I give everyone a little smooch on their wound. I go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You go. You spend like a a minute or two just like kissing corpses. Uh. <laughs> you got a you got a little blood like right 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 here. It's not my blood. Is it? Sh- no 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 I, man. I vomit off the cliff. I I'm, I'm split between. <laughs> Made a range attack roll. <laughs> as like very gross or very kind or both. Nine nine. Okay. You hear it. It takes a sec, and you hear just like like the, the like the pitter patter mm. of liquid hitting the wet, the wood below. I'm gonna mm. go to the edge of the cliff, and I'm gonna see if I can find Enid. Mm-hmm. Is she uh, there? Is she dying? Is she dead? Give me a perception check. I can do that. Perception. Ha! <laughs> Not at all. I can't see shit. I got a uh, natural one. I saw that for happen. anyone who wants to know. You got some snow in your eyes. I'm just like, ugh. And you're just trying to blink it out, but it's proven tough. My than like thought. the brim of my big floppy sun hat like rises up a little bit from the wind, and the sun blinds me mildly, and I'm like, I can't see. <laughs> no. I'm like, <laughs> it's tough to tell. Peering down below, you can see a lot of wreckage. Um. It's about 40, 50 feet down below you. Climbable. You've got 50-foot ropes in most of the kits that you brought with you on your adventure. Um, so it's possible to climb down there. Or you could take the long way around. But mm-hmm. peering down below, you don't see movement or signs of her. Well, even though you know she went over. I'm assuming she's dead. And if she's not dead, then the wolves will get her soon enough. So we might as well find survivors who will actually have survived. Like that guy who ran off. Mm-hmm. But maybe we're faster than some wolves. Are there any like climbing or rope stuff in the carts that broke? I mean, you've got a fifty-foot rope on you, so it would be it wouldn't be too big of a challenge to kind of like fashion some sort of climbing rig to get down to the base safely. Um, you could also walk along the ridge down to the ground and then just follow the mountain, but that would take much longer. I want to go down. Is that an order? As as your intern, yes. 
Then I guess I can't say no to you, Ms. Jewel Shard. Let's go. <laughs> then I must. <laughs> okay. Uh, or, you know, maybe we don't have to go to that, because I, I believe, uh, Do- what, Dorian, what's uh, our friend's name? Dizan. Dizan. Dorian. Dizan was like, we shouldn't, if she's alive, we shouldn't do anything to her or talk to her, right? Dizan is afraid of her. Yeah. Um, and he... Understandable. She is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and he is... He seems like he's kind of trying to avoid the party, too. He is keeping his distance. He did see some um, shit go down. He saw like, some shit. Really I definitely uh, point my crossbow at him, and mm-hmm. I'm like, if you run, you will die. So don't run. He you puts, don't. <laughs> he hands up and, like, stumbles backwards and leans into a rust monster, which squeaks and stomps around. Trying Take to care get of from the animals. Well, and luckily, he's weighed down with Hawari. Oh, that's true. Uh, give him an intimidation check. Let's see if I can intimidate him and not roll fucking natural one again. All right, let's see. 17. 17? He looks sufficiently intimidated. Um, he kind of like, he sits on the ground a little way, a little longer than he needs to. He's like, oh, okay, okay. I'll, I'll watch the animals. No big deal. Okay? Yes. He has, he has his hands and he's like, sound good? Yes, that is what I asked you to do, so it's very adequate that you do that. Thank you. Okay. I will. Thanks. All right. Bye. See you. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Um, why were we trying to find these cards again? Um, we were sure that they were, what was it, was smuggling equipment? Yeah, they're, they're stealing mining equipment. Stealing mining equipment, and they're bringing it to some place that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. And then we also found that they're essentially smuggling rust monsters for some purpose mm. that we don't understand. And so I guess we're rescuing these creatures and also trying to figure out what they were doing. But also I'm curious as to why that half-orc man had the stone that made Hawari pass out. So I'm trying to find him because I know he ran away. Mm. And... Yeah, where did he run to? Didn't he run behind? He ran... Like back? Yeah, he ran back down the road that you guys came from. As if he was running towards uh, Mirabar, the city you guys teleported to and then we should from. We should chase him. Yeah, yeah maybe we should go sense. after him first. Mm-hmm. If Enid is alive, I'm sure if... I'm sure she'll catch up with us because she did not seem happy uh, about me almost killing her. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that she will catch up to us at some point. Probably be very angry, but that will be a good opportunity. Uh, I throw a bandage off the cliff. <laughs> very helpful. A little one of those little like rolls of like gauze, yeah, like, whoo, like toilet paper. It just and it does, unspools uh, itself and blows into the wind. And Renan just says, "Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry." So the team is going after. Kagak, the, the half work yeah. guy. Okay, cool. So, do you want to bring Dazan and these rust monsters with you? Yes. Do we want to bring the rust monsters? I mean, they can't really stay out here, I don't think. I'm afraid of them eating Hawari. Uh, I think it'll be okay. I'm made of this alloy that they don't like. I think we talked about it last time. I'm mm-hmm. also very angry that they ate my staff. That's that very fair, dude. Part of my trident. We should bring them... To a place that they can hang out that isn't on a mountain, maybe. Um, yeah, I guess we should also probably get them away from the, this area where they were being te- transported to. Yes, yeah. I don't it know what like that's about. Crime. 
Yeah, I don't it's want a little bit of crime this crime that's <laughs> happening. All right, we're going to go find that man so that we can interrogate him about the stone and his crimes. Okay. Let's, let's ride some some beasts. All right, so you're going to need to do some animal handling. Um, Design is going to do his best to try and help you with it, but as he admitted to Jenny last session, uh, he cannot actually control these things. I got an 18. 18? 14. 14? Working on it. <laughs> He got a seven. Nat 20. Uh, well, 19 with my just. Well, a nat 20 is a nat 20. Uh, you did very true. well. Do these count as land vehicles? <laughs> <laughs> both both of us are proficient in land vehicles. The, car- uh, the carriages do, but you've ruined all of them. Oh. That's fine. We'll just ride on the back of Rust Monsters. Can- I'm very small. A Rust Monster is, I think, technically too small. You can lead them along behind you, like a little, like a puppy. Yeah, but because I'm like five foot four. Everyone, everyone at this did better than the guy that they hired explicitly to do this. <laughs> and that's very yeah, good. Right. Yeah, I don't know. we're so good for something. The entire team. Is I able to I'm like of... carrot on a stick, but like a sword. Nice on yeah. a stick. Uh, I think that's <laughs> not the same thing. <laughs> I think that's more intimidating than anything. <laughs> no, you know, I'm leading them because they eat metal. Oh, so yeah, it's I like the, the carrot in front of the horse, but I got a sword in front of the, the oh. rust monsters. I, I thought you were just trying to put some fear into them. <laughs> well, when they get too close, you kind of smack them on the snout with it. You're like, no. Oh, no. That's not nice. Get out of here. Just because they're made of... If you can't subjugate a creature that is dumber than you, then what is the purpose? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have these rust monsters in tow with you. Design is kind of... Trundling along, keeping his distance behind you. And you guys make your way back. It's a little longer walking back. It's going to take a bit of time. Um, so along the way, uh, everyone give me perception checks, if you'd like. Oh, I'd like. If you'd like. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do I see with a 22, Gray? A 22. So as you're walking back along the mountain ridge... And eventually getting down to ground and walking along the road, you spot a cave entrance kind of hidden off to the side. Um, A place you could drop off the rust monsters if you want to. Mm. Um, In addition, you see kind of like a... You find a couple of things that were dropped from the caravan along the way. And you're able to find... I have 22? So, yeah. You're able to find footprints... Uh, running back in the kind of, like, fresh snow. Uh, it's lucky. And you get the idea that this, these are these are heavy, big footprints. Uh, humanoid, like, boots. Um, probably your runner. Uh, what was... Do you remember what he was wearing? He was wearing pretty standard issue, not very fancy, like, leathers, combat gear. He was kind of, for a half-work, he was kind of thin and wiry. With like a like an like a bluish gray skin, which is typical of orc types that live up in this northern area. So you get the idea that he's a local, if anything, or at least from this northern area biologically. Um, kind of thin mm-hmm. for a half orc guy, typically anyway. Mostly leather on him though. Yeah, just like very Spartan kind of, mm. you know. Very plain, not very decorated, but well-used leather gear. Okay. Did he have any weapons on him? Yes. He had a scimitar, 
and he used a light crossbow that was likely discarded during the uh the wagon upheaval. Okay. Okay, we got this. Okay. Got this. There's some footprints in the snow. Snow mm. is like water. I understand it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen snow before. This is very weird. Just eat a handful of it and I go, ah, delicious. <laughs> Jenny, no. Refreshing, you don't know what's I guess. in that snow. I do. A lot of dirt. Uh, <laughs> probably like blood and wagon bits and stuff. <laughs> You already it's threw fresh. up it's once. Fresh. It's fresh snow. You threw up once already. I throw and for a second time right now. Oh, just a little <laughs> bit in your mouth. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think I think our culprit's this way. I think we should hold on to our little bug friends personally. I'm okay with it. You want to try and take them back with you? Yeah, I think I keep them with us. I don't want to hide them in a cave where they're. You are know. you Are you asking me? Yes. I have no opinion either way. Hey, who are you? <laughs> Do you feel safe with having all these bug friends with us? Yeah, I don't mind them. They're, you know, I want to keep them in my sights just in case. Okay. So you're kind of near the back, the Zon behind you, and response is in front of you, and then Bell and Hawaii at front. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So the party walks, it's a couple of hours walk, and they oh, wow. finally get to the gates of Mirabar, the city you guys left from. Um, you've got these breast monsters in tow. The guards kind of stop you on your way in. Um, like, Hold on. Yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. To the, the, uh, Bell and Hawari specifically. Yes. Because they're in front. They're like... My arms are crossed. The first guy, he's this dwarf kind of dressed, like, decked out. He's got, um... He's got, like, a plate, breastplate, and then, like, leathers for the rest of it. Kind of like a a mismatched piece of armor. Mm-hmm. Um, but dressed as a city guard. And he addresses you guys, like... He holds up his hand. He's like, hold on, stop. Yes. First of all, why? what are you doing walking? Second of all, you can't have these here. And he gestures to your rust monsters. I walk because I have legs, and therefore, that's how I get around, sir. Oh, you're one of those. Who, uh, who's who's asking? <laughs> An athlete, a person who wants to be kind of healthy and not hurt the environment. A, a, you know shrinking carbon footprint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the wood wagons. <laughs> the Forgotten Realms. Listen. Anyway, who who's asking? Who are you? I'm gonna, I'm I'm Brock. I'm the city guard here at Mirabar. Mm-hmm. And it's typical protocol that I do the asking mm-hmm. in most scenarios. So right. thank you to I'll thank you to remember that. Mm-hmm. And we can't have rush monsters within the city walls. I don't care if they're you're pet of 100 years mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a problem for us in the city so why were they here they're not here but we don't they, have rust monsters in the city they come from here they're not allowed to be in the city yeah but hmm. they were here we rescued them from a wagon that came out of the city that was having suspicious behavior and they were in there so they have been in your city this entire time sir maybe you should do your job better uh i slowly push all the <laughs> rust monsters slowly closer to them because i imagine they're kind of hungry for some some uh, armor and breastplate. Uh, do a persuasion check with advantage. Because <laughs> Jenny is kind of like getting these rust monsters a little too close. Let's see. I got 21. 21? You can do one more if you want. You got advantage. Wow. Yeah. I'll wow. take the second one. The second one. Even better. That's what? 24? Mm-hmm. Jesus. All right. He's like, okay, okay. I believe you. 
But that doesn't change the fact. The three of you got to take these rust muscles and skedaddle. All right. Well, have you seen a half-orc running around here that looked maybe slightly dazed, slightly like he was running from a fight? I mentioned it. Yeah, the start of my shift, yeah. I think I did. Where did he go? He was he's the one who had like all the rust monsters around. I don't know. In? You right, let that need... suspicious guy in? Yeah, what the hell? He's a guy. He's a fork. He just he's suspicious looking. He was running, and you're gonna stop us. Listen, he didn't come here with any rust monsters. Uh-huh. But he left here with some. Yeah. Now I wasn't on duty when that happened. You said at the beginning of your shift you saw the suspicious guy. I saw him come in, uh-huh. but I wasn't here when they he left. Was what was your previous shift? Was the previous shift? <laughs> Tell us your entire t- check the clock. <laughs> what is your, clock out what's table. your schedule like? I don't know. It's posted in the the main tower. I have to go look. You don't know your own schedule. I know my schedule. I don't know anyone else's what's schedule. What's your schedule? My schedule. Yeah. I'm here right now. What were you before this? Before this, I was at home. No. What was your last shift? My last shift was two days ago. When the carriage left. Carriage left like five hours ago. You don't know this. He's <laughs> <laughs> just sure he doesn't know this. Okay, yeah. Uh, this is probably the most confusing conversation I've ever witnessed. <laughs> Design, will you stay here with the rust monsters and then we'll go in there and we'll get this man? And turn around, look for Design. He's not there. I figured. I will murder him. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, you can murder him later. How about that? I is, that, is that cool? I'm going to have stern words with my friend. And hopefully will not end in fight. Um, I'm in a bad mood. When so there are stern me. words from women, it tends to end in a horrible, horrible subjugation of the men. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> Brock is like, he puts his hand, he's like, okay, I get it. I got it. I was not asking you. Now show us to where the end was. The end? Yes. What in? We have like 20 ins on the upper level alone. Do you know where... Well, you said in. Oh, you meant in as in in the city. I don't understand your language very well. (laughs) I'm not from here. Yeah, I can tell. What does that mean? You don't look like the type. What does that mean? What does that mean? It's a drow. Underdark. Uh Uh-huh. You're not up here. You don't like the sun. That's very true. You have me there. (laughs) Why Why does it mean he won't show us where the orc went? I don't know where he went. This guy he is goes, really bad he, at his job. I I, yeah. I I vet he came in after that. Not my problem. How have you not been fired? Because <laughs> I do the job I'm supposed to do. Obviously not. Look at this chump over here. You really don't get paid. Listen, I'm not gonna have. You. I'm not gonna let you tell me how to do my job. And like this entire time, I'm just like kind of slowly going like, uh, I'm like waving the responses, being like, "Are you hungry? Are you hungry?" So are you, so are you gonna let us through or not? You can come in. The rust muscles can't. You want to stay with them? No. I want you or someone, one of you three, take them elsewhere. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to be like, sit, stay, stay. <laughs> Not like the other one. Do uh, do an animal handling check. All right. We'll see. Uh, 13. 13? It looks like three of them listen, but the other two are getting rowdy. Can I give it a shot with the other two? Yes. Go for it. Uh, 15. 15? That is just enough. Um, The other three follow the example. Or the other two follow the example the first three have set after you're like, hey! Knock it off. They're cute. (laughs) It's like, if you don't stay, you're not gonna get any dinner. Do not test me. 
the rust monsters kind of like scurry off to the side. They kind of like nestle and get themselves. They kind of like press themselves up against the wall of the city and just kind of like hang out. I over throw there them off a, the road. a spare piece of metal that <laughs> you toss them like a like a discarded weapon or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I give them nice. a little pet before we walk away. You scratch them. They have they have these big antenna with like a like hairs like a about a person's like forearm and size so they're just kind of like waving around Aww. as you like scratch them in their tiny weird little heads. obedience will get you rewarded here do not <laughs> test me otherwise wow <laughs> i just think that they're cute i'm very endeared right they're now. monsters hate them <laughs> why because they made a metal no they ate my shit oh that too it's very fair all right. All right. Let's go your in. responsibility now. So you've got a troop anyway. of rust monsters hanging out outside the, the city walls. Um, the guard doesn't look very pleased about it, but you did technically do what he asked, so you can't do anything else about it. Also, if it. you see the druid again, he's not your friend. What druid? Not you. The oh. rust monsters. I'm talking uh, to them. I don't rust, know you. The rust monsters like, <laughs> tilt their head at you. I like, hope that was all in character. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Absolutely, 100%. All right. So you make your way back inside of Mirabar. You're kind of near the, this kind of open area of road where a lot of caravans kind of meet up as they're on their way in and out of the city. Um, a couple of the caravans are still here that you recognize from the night before when you guys were trying to figure out what was going on. So you're here. There's a couple of people about. It's about... Let's see. You fought them early in the morning so it's the sun's about to set around now it's just about nighttime what do you guys like to do we gotta find him so i'm gonna start asking people have you seen a half orc look very afraid in running through the city okay so that's your plan uh what are you doing Hawari? um i'm gonna go with bell because i can't be by myself right <laughs> now because i'm dying all right and what would you like to do jenny not split the party. All right, so everyone's going hey. together. Um, I'll have the whole party roll an investigation check to see what kind of rumors and information you pick up along the way. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, what kind of roll are we doing? Uh, investigation. Investigation. That'd be 21. 21? 12. 12? Oh, right. sorry. Uh, 13. 13. So uh, the three of you set out in your... Asking around the town for rumors, information, just anyone who may have seen this guy. And eventually, Jenny stumbles across someone who swears up and down that they saw a wiry half-orc guy heading over to a travel service that runs down the River Mirar. So the city is built in a way that the southern wall of the city kind of runs along this river that runs kind of east and west along the upper region of the part of the world you're in. And there is a a couple of folks in town will run travel service, like a ferry, down the river, taking them to the different cities if they prefer to go that way versus on horse. And you hear from a couple of sources that they think they saw a guy that matches your description heading towards one uh, one of these, a shadier riverboat service operated by a halfling who dresses strangely for the weather. Hmm. Strangely how? Cutoffs? Yes. Okay. Cutoffs and uh, shirts with, like, button-down shirts with odd patterns. Oh. 
Aren't we uh, like sandals? You ask someone, they call them open toe shoesies. Okay. Ooh, was that last part necessary? <laughs> shoesies. And I for a brief moment I just look myself up and down, I go not me, right? <laughs> when you uh, when you when you ask the I'll say it's a gnome who's telling you he kinda of like staffs and he's like, close, close, yes. Okay. I like this person's style. <laughs> okay. Are you not cold in this weather? No. I'm actually feeling uh, perfectly temperature-wise good. I'm feeling really good. Uh, Gray, use that take instead. <laughs> cut that. Uh, uh, no to mods, cut this sequence. Uh, I have resistance to cold damage, so I'm actually am, uh, oh. canonically uh, doing fine. Feeling well. Wow. Right. Feeling good, feeling mm-hmm. great. Very In fact, well. I roll my sleeves up a little bit to make it look more like a muscle tee. Sun's not Very out. Well. Gun's out anyway. <laughs> yeah, Guns fuck it. Sun's out 24-7. Ah, I, love, I love water. So mm. good. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the rumor. Okay. We gotta find this person. Let's do it. All right. I'm still kind of like, every so often though, I am peeking into the bag to kind of be like, what's going on in there? See if the rock's doing anything weird. Yeah, every time you look, the rock is just sitting... At the bottom of your bag, um, like any other rock would. It doesn't look like it's... It's not emitting any light. It's not moving on its own. And you don't feel strange or different in any way by, based on its proximity. Uh, I'm in the back of the party, right? Like, everyone's kind of... Yeah. I'm kind of... Every so often I, like, hold it a little closer to Hawari to see, like, if anything else happens to it. Like, oh, hold, like, the bag or do you pick up the stone? Oh, God, I do not touch the stone. Okay. Of the bag. Uh, as Jenny does this, like, you don't feel weird because of the stone, at least. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you feel weird because Jenny's doing a weird thing or not. Yeah, I feel but like you don't, kind you, of a hand. You can't, like, mm-hmm. you can't, like, sense the stone or any weird energy because of it. I just, I just feel weird that... But Jenny is behind me. I'm just like, uh, uh, can I help you? <laughs> what did you see, old man? Anyone uh, else watch Godzilla in 1998? Okay, thanks. Uh, no, I have no information about Godzilla 1998 <laughs> in my memory <laughs> banks, but thank you. I don't know what a Godzilla is. What is that? Is it a creature? Uh, disregard that question. The first one of what did you see? Um, I'm gonna, again, we should. I want to tell you all that when we're all sitting down. Oh, that sounds heavy. Yeah, I just, I'm sorry, I just gave you a lot of anxiety. <laughs> it's kind of like when someone says I need to talk but doesn't tell you why. Yeah. yeah oh my god. I, I apologize for inflicting human anxiety on you. Not human, living being anxiety. <laughs> it doesn't make it any better, I know. I just, just zip the, the stone up and I put it, like, like, around my neck this time to keep it even closer. I'm just like, I... Don't like where this is going. Just, uh, just don't touch it. He's organics in their anxiety. <sighs> it's, it's, it's very bizarre. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Suboptimal, easily. Okay. Let's yeah, find this person so we can sit down because I swear, if I have to wait any longer to hear this, what happened, I'm going to die. You're gonna throw up for the third I'm time. I'm literally going to die from throwing up too much. Oh, that's a problem because you can't die on my watch. Oh, but I will. Uh-huh. I will die. Oh, no. I'm feeling very faint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jenny, you, you, can't, you can't manipulate me. It's tough saying that as you are, too, with Hawari looking beat to shit. As they are. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry for invalidating your experience, but look at me. I... <laughs> I... <laughs> 
I immediately feel bad and put a bandage on Hawari. That d- probably doesn't do anything. I'm ignoring this whole situation and I'm- heading towards the shady riverboat dealer. Yes, so as you guys make your way down the area, it doesn't take you too long to find the one that you think the locals are talking about. Because there's a giant, ostentatious sign. Uh, a big board is kind of hanging from rafters that are hung from the city walls. He's kind of set himself up right on the edge so that he's as close to the docks as he can be. And they're painted on this cardboard thing is a big palm tree, a setting sun, and it says, Jummy Biffitt's Riverboat Express Service. Wow, that was not what I was expecting at all. And it has a, a crudely painted death mask of a halfling man with a pair of sunglasses on, uh, very, like, painted in laugh lines on his face, like it's a feature he wants to accentuate, holding up a thumbs up with a, what you assume is a representation of a riverboat, kind of, like, sloppily hand-painted onto the sign. Does anyone else feel like they were hit by a truck by this, <laughs> by this thing? <laughs> Uh, Jenny is just smiling ear to ear going, oh, someone gets me. Wow, you look very happy about this. We should go on this boat. I'm also very hungry. I want to relax and eat maybe like some sort of like meat product with like some sort of dairy product on it in like a paradise type setting. Yes. I really want this combined maybe between some buns. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Okay. I I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, is that what you all call a burger? Is that what they call them on the surface? Uh, it's a patty sammy in the seven heavens. Yeah, I want oh. a patty what sammy in the seven heavens. What name are you saying? <laughs> okay. I don't understand this language. Uh, I also don't understand this language. Uh, it's very, very popular in under the Sea of the Fallen Stars. Yeah, it's, you know. Some folks also really like meat discs of Elysium. That's a good one, too. That is really good. Discs? A meat disc. Oh, I don't like this. Elysium, a paradise plane. Anyway. I mostly <laughs> just eat mushrooms and dirt where is, I'm from. Are there I, mushrooms and dirt here? We can look at the menu. Make yeah, sure let's everyone's do that. accommodated. <laughs> <laughs> so, underneath this sign of Jimmy Biffitt's... <laughs> sorry, Jummy Biffitt's. <laughs> Jummy Biffitt's. <laughs> Jummy Biffitt's Riverboat Express System. Riverboat Express. River Bro um, Express. Uh, River Bro Express. Oh, Big Ribbit. Having way too much of that casket of wine. I've got oh, the, oh. <laughs> the Ack Inc. represent Franzia Wine Chest. <laughs> no, no excuse me. It's the Trader Joe's brand. Right, Trader Joe. Oh. That Ca- motherfucker. That motherfucker, Trader Joe, and his casket evil. of wine. It really sounds like someone spent too much time in Margaritaville right now. Oh, What's hey. that? I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that. That's a lie. Not once in my uh, life. That's a damn frozen, lie, sir. Frozen, frozen lime village? Town? What? Ship? Listen, it's called... Strong Lime City. Okay. Our DM yeah. is speaking untruths right now. <laughs> I'd never lie. I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> Anywho, I, I literally... Anyway, I anyway, want to anyway. find Jummy. I have to get the brains back. Let's find... <laughs> Where Let's is find Jummy. Jummy. We're gonna go find. Is there Jummy. a gift shop? Jummy is there a gift shop? You know what? Yes. As you look under the sign that promotes the Riverboat Express, there is kind of like um in the wall of the city, 
there's a kind of a network of like smaller doors. So it's not like a city gate, but it looks like this guy has built his shop within the wall of the city. Um, assumedly so that you go through to the other side, there's docks and he's all set up. Um, and when you, the door is kind of like, there's a small window carved into it because it's all made of stone. And when you peer through it, you can see that it looks like it is a, a fucking, like, American Gladiator's row of obstacles. But the obstacles are just shelves and racks and displays promoting the garish, like, island time setup. There are shirts that match his, like, personal brand. There are, like, wooden toys of pink birds you've never seen before. Um, spiked fruits, all sorts of strange oddities, totally foreign to this part of the world. Uh, giant reptiles on everything, colorful birds, snakes with wings, all sorts of toys and paintings and all sorts of other things just line the hallway all the way down. It is a maze, an obstacle course, practically. Do you think of Jummy's here? Do you, do you think Jummy's here? Uh, it would stand to reason that Jummy Biffit is here. <laughs> and I'm like pulling stuff off racks, holding it up to Huari and holding up to Bell, going, "This one would look very good on you." Oh, uh, here, uh, here, here! And I'm just dressing both of them. Like, like a '90s shopping montage. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're supposed to be doing something kind of important and timely, but this is very exciting. Try not to get my blue sludge blood all over these shirts because I don't think we have money to pay for them. Okay. Jummy will understand. Jummy will Mythical understand. Jummy. Do you know this Jummy Biffet? Not personally. Legend. Yeah. Ah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> the legend of Jummy Biffet. <laughs> you haven't heard the tale? He's very big in, in uh, the CF Fallen Stars. Do you know the song Bard of the Party? No. <laughs> I don't know what a Jummy Biffet is. I just thought I would ask. Can't play a Jummy Biffet tune? I don't know who that is, other than that apparently he owns Riverboat Service. You all are so old. Patty, Sammy, and Paris. (laughs) 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 I don't know the rest of the song. I can't wait to have some ferry boat drinks. This is going to be great. Right? Um, Okay, so so one of us is happy. Um, Mm -hmm. What are we doing here again? Oh, well, we need to find our lanky friend. Yes. Who might also be Jummy Biffett. I hope not. It's Jummy possible. Biffet's good, and we need to find the evil orc. But, but I just go, excuse me, does anyone in here actually work at this establishment? Hello? When you, <laughs> when you call in, you kind of hear your voice echoing among the merchandise shelves. You don't hear any response. But as you, when you knock on the door, the stone door kind of, like, gives a little bit. And... From that, you kind of just, like, push it, and the door just kind of swings open lazily. Um, um, and you can see down the hallway. It's it's pretty much just a hallway. Um, who's tallest in the party? Hawaii? You can, you can see over absolutely. some of the shelves in the area, and you can see that there's another door just straight ahead down the hallway, maybe, like, 20 feet away. What does this hallway look like? It is a stone hallway, kind of, um, 
you get the idea that it's been repurposed for something maybe for maybe that used to be a military use, so troops oh. could move throughout the, like the city wall to defend it. So it's totally opposite of this gift shop that we're in. Oh, this is the gift shop. The gift shop it has been built into this like ex-military oh. tunnel wow. has been converted into this island time Jimmy Biffett brand. This seems extremely gift contradictory. Shop. Yes. Um, this is very off-brand. <laughs> Is anyone? Is there any anybody? No one's here. Nobody is here. No one's here right now. We're it's... just like in this weird, like soulless maze of garish merchandise. Yes. Okay. Capitalism uh, so... at its finest. True. <laughs> no one knows that we didn't pay for the shirts that I put on both of you. Okay, so we're just wearing like <laughs> like like tropical shirts now. I've got like this whole like black, white, and gray super quote-unquote jovial bard costume but somehow over top of it you've stuffed me into <laughs> a hawaiian print button-up it's way too I'm, big for you i'm <laughs> also putting like yes. a bucket hat on your head and like slowly putting like they've got very like, fish baits hanging oh, from them yeah. along with the price tag still <laughs> oh yeah uh, and like sunglasses on i'm just like slowly dressing bell as like <laughs> To the point where, like, I imagine we're walking down this hallway and I'm just, like, pulling out more stuff that I, like, <laughs> took from the gift. I'm just putting it on both. It's unbelievable. Every corner you turn, there's another shirt that would be perfect on one of these two. Well, I mean, that's another very charm small. or bobble or something. And they're but... all extra large. So they're, oh, yeah. just, they're yeah. just baggy yeah. on They're, they're parachutes. <laughs> it's like a robe, pretty much. Yeah. I'm yeah. just ignoring the fact that she's doing it, but I'm big- also not stopping her from doing it. <laughs> Some of the biggest ones are practically bed sheets with pineapples on them. <laughs> and I'm just draped in it. This is, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm very endeared by this. <laughs> I, well, is there anything that happens to be like, uh, you know, Jummy Biffett brand like swords? Or anything of actual use <laughs> like, in like, this gift shop. I feel like there should be like giant cocktail umbrellas. You know what? Yeah. You know what? No. Jummy Biffett is not a violent man. Well, uh, well, obviously. But I meant like maybe there's something I could at least like put like as a trident rod for now. Like a st- like maybe a mop. Can we get like one of those like a giant version of like those little sabers that are in drinks? <laughs> you know, the little plastic pink ones and stuff. Can we get Give me that? a position check. See what you can find. You, you're too distracted. There's so much good shit here. How are you going to look through it all? I'm just overwhelmed by it all. That's or overwhelmed. Fair. That's fair. There's also probably the most color in any one part of this typically utilitarian, very kind of by the books dwarf city. I'm also very utilitarian, and I'm just covered in pink and blue shit. <laughs> yeah. You look great, you look very, Belle. You look very cute. He uh, just frowns and doesn't a, say anything. He's like, that makes map? it cuter. Mm-hmm. Is there a map, like a you are here map? There are maps um, that are kind of attached to brochures that you find like a desk that looks like where he would typically stand if he was, you know, to process transactions, get people set up for their boats. And there is a sort of like placard set up on the wall that's kind of like built into the countertop. And it's a map that kind of details where his boats run along the river. And Mirabar is kind of in the middle of this entire river setup. Um, from going to the east, the river eventually stops at a dock at the edge of a forest at the top of the area called oh. the Lurkwood. Ooh. And there is some sort of elvish setup over there to kind of pick up travelers 
and take them to the closest city near there. And running towards the west, it runs all the way down to its last stop at Luskin, which is a city on the very border of the uh, of the region. Until and from Luskin, it just empties out into the ocean, and then you gotta figure out something else from there if you want to keep going. Can I? Okay, so we're still in this gift shop. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we can't find. We found his desk, but like to yeah. take orders, but we can't find yeah. anyone. He's no not here. There's orders. another door on the opposite side of the wall that you imagine goes just out beyond it. Um, I'm gonna open that door. Cool. So when you pop that door open, you can see there's a dock set up. Your this wall is almost flush with the river Mirar. Mm-hmm. And you can see this halfling man, maybe like three and a half feet tall, decked out in like, he's got like winter furs on, and then this lumpy Hawaiian shirt worn over all the leathers. And he is waving his stubby little arms at something going down the river. Sir, I say as I'm covered in <laughs> Hawaiian button-ups and probably giant sunglasses that have like a flamingo pattern on them. <laughs> he turns around and sees you and he kind of puts his hands up and smiles. He's like, hello, friends. He's like, come on, let's get you rung up for those. And he starts like kind of like waddling towards you. <laughs> no, no, no I don't want to, I don't want to buy any of this. What did you, who did you just send down the river? We're Is looking it? for a half orc. Oh, just sent him on one of my uh, river boats, heading down to Luskin. Oh. And he's need- like, he kind of points down the river, and as you kind of peer out of the hallway you're in and look down, you can see a river boat a couple, like, two, three hundred feet away, just kind of moving down the river. I uh, make an extremely annoyed, inappropriate word, but an elven. Mm-hmm. And I start throwing off the layers of clothes that Jenny has put on me. And he's like, we need to get on your boat. We need to get him, sir, please. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this, is this, which which happened, happened to be going to Luskin? It's a coincidence. Well, I mean, I've got another boat set up in, I don't know, tomorrow morning. I can get you out there and then. Today. I don't really have any more boats for today. Is this Jummy? Are you Jummy? Yeah. Are you this jummy? is Jummy? Jummy? I'm Jummy. My name's Jummy Biffit. How did you oh. not know that this was Jummy Biffit? <laughs> Well, it was um, out of I'm character Jenny. asking, because right now Jenny is then like mouth wide going, "You're, you're, you're Jummy." I'm Jummy Biffin. <laughs> Jummy Biffin. I see you heard of me. Y- yeah. Always nice. We to all have f- heard of you. It's always just nice to now. meet a fan. I have not uh, heard uh, of him. Uh, well, you did like you, five minutes ago. Will you sign? True. And I'm just like holding whatever I can. Like, will you sign this? So, uh, yeah. Uh, sign my shirts. Ask, uh, come on, let's get you on side. I'll no, get- no, right here. Oh, I don't have a pen right here. You gotta, I pull a pen out that a also pen? I took from the gift shop. <laughs> I can turn my hand into a pen. <gasps> sure, why not? Okay. Uh, we, we, the boat left. Yeah. We, we, I was, we were supposed sorry, to be on that boat. Sorry, yeah, I'll just miss it. I got everyone ticketed and it's on its way out. How does it feel to know that you broke your biggest fan's heart? Oh, sorry. I can get you set up on another boat tomorrow if you no, need. No, I got to meet my family. This is going to be so bad. You have family living in the ocean? Yeah. You got, you got ocean family? Yeah. Oh, right I'm, past so, I'm jealous. I'd love to live in somewhere a little warmer nest than this. <laughs> is there another boat service nearby that we can take that could possibly catch up to that boat? Nah, I'm going to Luskin tonight. My boat's the last boat out. Hmm. Island time, you know. We like to keep things a little later in the day. Sleep in. So. I'm not aware, but all right. What, what time do your boats normally leave? 
Well, I got I got another one bound for Luskin that should be coming in early tomorrow, provided there's no problems getting for here from the Lurkwood. But uh, well, I I haven't. I can get you, and from there problem. it'll take about a week. You go to Luskin, not too bad. When when's the last boat that you send out? The last boat? Yeah. What time is it? Just went out not like twenty minutes ago. What time is it right now? How's it right now? Um, yeah, it's about sunset, so maybe seven p.m. Okay. We need to get on that boat. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, that there must be gone. another boat because it's How? five o'clock somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I, don't I dive know in the, the water. Oh, okay. Okay, bye. Wait. You dive in the water? Yeah, I gotta oh. chase this boat. Can we? How fast is the boat? The boat is being pushed along like by a river. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a river speed. boat. So there's a crew of people that have these like long oh, wooden gosh. poles, and they're kind of like pushing them off against the bed of the river. Wow, it's a little shallow. How many feet away are they? It is 300 feet right now. Oh, Jesus. Is there any way that we can, like, is there, like, a, a, a path along the ground that we can walk? Like, can we run? There is a road that sort of follows the river, but that boat is going to be going faster than you guys can go on foot. Is there a cart or a horse or anything? You would have to go back inside and try and find a horse, but you might be able to. Can we fashion a raft out of some of the gift shop items? <laughs> Ooh, like, is there some, like, big swan raft? Like, in, like, umbrellas and just kind of tie everything together you know and make give, a raft? Give me a perception check. Ah, uh, eight. Like, <laughs> though, I, so... It's tough. You, you turn back into, you go back into the gift shop to try and execute this plan, and it's just, like hits you all at once, just like the colors I'm and like, the, the strange sights and everything. It's just overwhelming. I don't know what any of these things are, so I don't know if I can make something out of them. This is my <laughs> first time seeing all this. Is Je- a, Jenny, help. Uh, uh, like, I, I probably, how fast is the boat going? I like, imagine if it's still kind of like, if it's just leaving dock, it can't be going that fast. Give me... Mm. Must be like in the wake right now. You know a lot about boats. I'm trying to figure out the right kind of check. The wakeboard over mm. there? You know what? Give me a... Let's say history. Let's do history check. Mm-hmm. On history. That would make it a 22. 22? You know that boats like this, typically on their own speed, move about the same speed as someone running about... In game turns, it's about 30 foot per round. Same speed as you guys have. But... You also know that this boat is going down current because the current's flowing towards the ocean, so it's going faster than that typically. So I'm probably actually like looking at my party. You know that if you were to you know that if you were to swim after it, you would never catch it. Ooh, I bet I could. Wow. Well, just you though, then you'd be by yourself. Yeah, but I could like try stopping the boat. How deep is this river? The river kind of varies. He tells you that um. Well, the shallower part near the edge is here, you know, maybe 15, 20 feet down. But as it gets wider towards the middle, you know, 100 feet or so. Damn, I was going to say we should go back and get the rust monsters and tie them all together. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So if I was to dive into this water and try chasing the boat, I couldn't. You you feel like you'd be able to keep up, but you would never catch up. You'd be going about the same speed as each other all the way down. Wait. And you would eventually get tired because it is a... Days long trip from mm-hmm. here to Luskin. Uh, you have any type of like pulsion system, <laughs> like some sort of like maybe like an engine, like a 
jet engine kind of thing? Can we like? Can you shoot us? I, I, down wait, the water? I, like, like like a vehicle? Yeah, like if we were to like hop on like a piece like a door, would you be able to like you know make like a fan out of your one of your hands and be like zzz, make like a little engine? Uh, I could make a fan, but it wouldn't be that big. Oh, wouldn't okay. be able to like. We can't make a, a motorboat. No, what is a motorboat, ma'am? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Hawaii's not in a good mood. It was offended. He's like, absolutely not. No, I was like, no, out of the question. <laughs> First, everyone is letting me down and breaking my heart. Jenny's entering a sad. Jenny, don't. Hmm. All right, well, I'm out of ideas. There's no horses, sir, that we can grab. Well, uh, you could check the stables, but I don't know the fees. Um, a boat is much better, uh, and I and I promise you, I can get you on the first one tomorrow. I can even get you a little discount because there's big fans. There's no boat like here right now that's just like waiting for tomorrow morning. No, it comes into comes in late, late, late tonight. Uh, a couple so hours easy. Her her family is very sick. Um, <laughs> no, they oh, need no. To, they need to see what do they her? got? Gout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got they got gout, huh? They got the water gout. Uh, one of my nephews got gout once. Yeah, lost, lost. Did he lose his foot? <laughs> Almost. It was close. All of my family's feet are about to get lost, and you know what? You know how hard it is to swim in the ocean without feet. I imagine it's pretty hard. It's where our flippers. I are. I wish I could do more for you, but I just simply do not have a boat. You, you know, someone who has a boat. You don't have a personal boat. Where I mean, do you, do you, I, I heard you live on a houseboat, based on your music. <laughs> I mean, it's always been a dream of mine. I haven't, I sadly have not been able to make it happen yet. One day in the future, I'd love to move down to Sunny Chilt. I live that real island life. But, uh, Beautiful beaches there. Till I've then, been there. Till then, I'm just saving up, you know? But you're, when, uh, you're when, a media when mogul. The, when my nephew got gout long ago, I kind of depleted a lot of my f- savings. I was the only one in the family with enough money to really give them what they needed. So, you know. I've been working on it, but I'm not there yet. Wow, uh, Jummy Biffitt's story is actually kind of tragic. <laughs> Jummy Biffitt's backstory. Yeah, this is actually kind well, of. Well, if, if you if you read uh, all three of his autobiographies, <laughs> I did not, ma'am. Oh, uh, they're they're delightful. We had him in our school library. He has, he's such a big icon, Mr. Buffett Biffitt. Uh, <laughs> whoops! Hawaii just run out of patience, and they're just in their hands, like, oh my god, Mr. Biffitt, you know what gout can do to a family. I do, and I wish I could help you more. All my houseboat money will also go to my family's gout prevention. <laughs> All right, enough of this. We are done with this conversation. We're done with being here. We can't get that boat. We're going to go to a hotel, or inn, sorry, whatever words you commoners use, and you're going to tell us why it is important, like what happened with the stone, why we have to grab him, maybe why he has a stone, and we'll figure that out later. Are you telling Jummy Biffett? Everybody, <laughs> I'm telling everyone in this party. Bell is just, uh, just done. Bell's yes. so over it. Mr. Biffett, when does that? When does the the night boat come in? Well, the night boat should be coming in in about three four hours, just in the, just around when midnight hits. Okay. Um, and hopefully you- it comes by a little earlier. Sometimes you know it's a fortunate trip, and I definitely I need it to be in by four. So that I can do the necessary preparations to get our first boat in the morning out at 8 a.m. So you're going to spend eight hours tonight cleaning it? Well, take the crew. I got the crew's got to rest. 
Hey, some food in them. I gotta make sure everything's up to tip top shape. I take safety precautions very seriously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, where do you live? <laughs> <laughs> I was behind the counter and I get shot. Behind the counter? <laughs> He's like, gonna... "Want to see my bed? I've made it myself." I'm okay. Maybe later. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, go on. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go to an inn and we're gonna, we're gonna... take a big old rest. Mm-hmm. I think. I think what you're getting at is. I didn't, I didn't say it very well. Okay. <laughs> Why are we whispering? Because Chummy's watching us. Pal, help. Distract him. Chummy, <laughs> I have nothing but respect for you, and we will see you at 8 a.m. sharp tomorrow morning. Uh, I didn't get your name. What was your name? He hands out his hand to kind of shake. as like requesting a handshake. I didn't catch your name. Jennifer Jewelshard. Jennifer Jewelshard. No, so nice to meet a fan. Te- teen... Wonderful teen. <laughs> teen wonderful teen. I'll remember that. Interesting choice of words, but I like a little personality. Thank you. I, I'm so glad, and I will have many things for you to sign at 8 a.m. tomorrow. And what about your friends? Um, What about them? What about me? <laughs> he, he, like, holds out his hand to Hawaii, and they he's like, introduce themselves. I, don't say, I didn't catch your name. Like I'm Jomi Biffett. Shakily. You don't look too good. You should rest up. Yeah. You don't have, like, a, your you. own hotel series, your own series of inns? I wish. I got I can show you the sketches. I got one planned up. I got one planned up. That's my favorite food dish. Which is? <laughs> it's a meat patty from Elysium. Very, very fine stuff. Oh, just like one of your songs! Oh, you know. It's a themed restaurant. I love it. First of its kind, hopefully. Strong Lime City. We'll I can't wait to go to your your restaurant. We'll see. Bell. I'm Bell. thinking about right now stage yes, play too. It's Jummy. Yes. Who? Jummy. I don't this know. This is Bell. Hi, Bell. I'm Jummy. I think I work for him, but at the same time, he listens to me, so I'm really confused about our dynamic. Y'all should hammer that out. Confusion among a group can often lead to problems. Uh, well, you're not my you're not my supervisor. You can't tell me what to do. Very true. I, I'm your supervisor. I'm going to say let's leave this conversation where it is. Just put it in a box and put it away. The whole group just turns around and walks away. He's like, ah, oh, well, all right, bye. I'll miss you, Jummy. He, like, goes, Jummy pulls out his hand and Belle just stares at it and it becomes awkward. Well, Belle's like, I don't understand. Are you threatening me? We're well, Jummy, just leaving. keep an eye out for, for the boat. Good luck with the cleaning. Let's go inside. Oh, what a right. good idea. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to the gift shop. There's something I really want to buy. Uh, oh, well, I can ring you up. Well, I need to do some shopping, and I get really anxious when the cashier uh, watches me shop. Nah, no worries. I'll just, I'll just sit behind the Literally, I will not buy anything if you do that. Uh, please, please respect my subordinate's uh, condition. Give I swear. A, give him a deception check. Who? Who but either one. If you're helping okay. Hawaii, then Jenny gets advantage. Okay. Fourteen. You can advantage if Hawaii's helping. Oh. Seventeen. Seventeen. He's like, well, that is a strange condition. Uh, I, I believe you, you living beings call it anxiety. You know what? That's a term I understand. That's a term I recognize. You know what? If it makes any better for you, go through, pick up what you need, and leave me your receipt on the counter, and I'll take care of you guys tomorrow morning on your boat date. 
I knew it. I knew he was a prince. <laughs> a prince of paradise. I love him. <laughs> uh, I didn't come prepared with my normal encyclopedic knowledge of Jimmy Buffett songs. Uh, and I feel a little caught off guard with my pants down. You know what? On the on the Twitter, we'll put up like a list of like we change like a word in the title, and it's a new mm. thing. Here, please, please help us remember uh, Jimmy Buffett songs. I, I will. I, I can't wait for uh, some boat drinks tomorrow. Does anyone know? Yeah, boat drinks. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Five o'clock somewhere. Talking about Margaritaville. Yeah, Margaritaville. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Anyway. The party's trying to find an inn. Um, there's the the one you teleported into the town through that has the like, Harper-friendly one. is called the Blown Out Boot, Ugh. run by the dwarf Killbutt Messhead. Yeah, we're going to go there. You know that one? Well, they, they know us. Can we also take a quick look into the gift shop and maybe behind the counter? Yes. yes. When you pop behind the counter, um, you can see that there are a couple of novels. A lot of them are... Uh, travel guides to an island called Chult. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of pictures of tropical settings, giant lizards, weird stuff. And then stretched between two corners in the back of the wall is a what looks like homemade hammock tied together with something odd. Give me an investigation check. Eight? It's some sort of hair. I also it's want weird. to investigate hair. It's like a, it's like a, yeah, it's like a weird auburn red hammock. Mm. Thirteen. Thirteen? It looks like beard hair. Oh. Maybe he snuck into a salon or something, got oh. that like dwarf beard hair. Why? Fashioned a rope. Now it's a hammock. Say, they always say don't meet your heroes, and now I finally understand that. <laughs> yeah, it seems a little uh, creepy. Yeah. Is there, there wouldn't have to be any form of, like, fair keys. Can I take a look around for some keys or some sort of uh, docking information? You know what? Interestingly enough, it doesn't look like anything is locked. Very mm. trusting man. Yeah. You know, when you live as zen as, as um, Jummy Biffett. I don't know if I call it zen. I call it a garish. <laughs> Bizarre behavior. Yeah. We're both looking at, at Jenny just kind of <laughs> shitting on her hero. Okay. No, he, he knows what's up and he knows how to how to make a good situation out of a bad one. He's always there for his buddies. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> one day. We anyway. listen, we're gonna have a lot of travels together and I have a lot of records to play you. Oh boy. Uh so there's no useful information behind this of like, you know, maybe when the boats come and go, or who, like, the yeah, he, manifests he, he's, of them. He's got a schedule, um, and he's got, there's, like, a space on the counter where, like, dust hasn't really quite settled yet. That's about the size of a typical ledger. Mm-hmm. So you imagine he's probably got it on him if a boat just left. Um, but, yeah, there's, like, a, a quick, like, schedule information kind of, like, handwritten on a sheet of parchment behind the counter. And the information on it seems to line up with what we told you. First one in the morning towards Luskin goes out at 8. Um, and then it's like every like f- four hours or so, there's another boat going each way mm-hmm. until the last one leaves at 6.30. Does it have who's like captaining the ships or anything like that written down on it? There is some. There's a, a ledger that has employee information, um, but none of the names are ones you recognize. 
It's just a list of who's on what ship. Just copy down whatever I can in my notebook. Sure. So mark that you've got down the the uh, employee roster for Jimmy Biffitt's riverboat experience. <laughs> Oh, this place is a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, grab a couple, I grab a couple more shirts because I only own one shirt, and it's a little stinky. So I'm going to oh. have a few different mm. shirts with me, and yeah. I'm ready to go to an inn if that's what everyone else Are you stealing do. those shirts? Bring down the receipt. Yeah. Just like what he said. All right. DM. Well. <laughs> write down those receipts. I'll get you in the morning. Yeah. All right. And then you make your way to the blown-out boot. The proprietor, uh, one spy slash bartender, uh, Kilbert Messhead, the dwarf, greets you as you guys approach. Um, he sees, he's like, hey, ooh, he's looking a little rough. Hi. Everything go okay? Yeah. No. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, are we, is this, is this, are we lying? Are we lying to him? Is this what We're we do? We're not lying. We're just not telling the entire truth. Oh, then yes, it went well. Everything went great. <laughs> he's yeah. like, you like, he's in the middle of polishing the glass. And he just stops and looks at the three of you and he's like, you know, I'm like, I'm cool with the group, right? I know. I'm, I'm a Harper too, you know. Yeah, I, I know. You're a what? What's a Harper? I'm just fucking with you, <laughs> <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> Yes, I know, but it's it's not of your concern. All all you need to know is that things are fine. If you, if you say so, Jenny's yeah. doing I'll that thing you. where like you move your hand like back and forth, where you're like, eh. Jenny. it just slowly lowers beneath the table. Thank you, mm-hmm. Jenny. Well, can I can I get you all anything? We need a room because we need to discuss business. And, and Absolutely, rest. I've always got one open for. For other agents, it's and any discs that we could. The bar behind on. the bar, aside from you guys, by the way, is just empty. You guys are the only guests right now. Good. I would like a water with lemon, please. Uh, Jenny wants meat discs. I believe and they're a, called. And uh, a water with cucumber, please. I can I can get your patty. Something we got around. And, he, and he's like, orders, orders, orders. What are you having, Hori? I'm good. You're good. I don't need anything. Water with lemon? Are you for real? Okay, sure. <laughs> what was that supposed I to be? I asked you last time, and I'm not going to do it again. I do not drink alcohol, sir. Yeah, that's apparent. Cry and shame. What does that mean? It is what it is. He, <laughs> he disappears behind the counter to get everyone else set up. Um, that was, I think that guy's a narc. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's why we're lying. Or uh, speaking a partial untruth. <laughs> so, in a couple minutes' time... He brings you your food. He plays, gives everything, or gives everyone their food and drink. He goes back behind the counter to kind of just tend to the bar, do his typical work duties. And then he, when you guys are finished with your food and drink, he gives you a key to the room upstairs. He's like, last hall, last one on the right. Um, if you need another one, if you want to like separate rooms, just let me know. I don't think we're going to fill up tonight, so. I can give you the room or key for the room next door if you need. Please do. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. And he goes back behind the counter and brings you the other key too. Thank you. So we're gonna we're gonna go upstairs to our rooms. Okay. Okay. There we go. Ooh. So the party just made they got their key. They're going to kill but they're at Kilbert's place, the blowout boot. Mm-hmm. What's, their next, what's their next plan? Well, I'm gonna be like, so what 
happened? Why did you pass out? Why? What is that stone? Do you know what it is? Are, are yeah. you guys back upstairs in one of the rooms? Mm-hmm. We'll take, we have one of the rooms, yeah. Yeah, you have, have you have two keys, but you're all yeah. meeting up in one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. It was mostly because Belle's like, it is inappropriate for me to sleep near a female. Mostly because I'm afraid <laughs> that she'll kill me. <laughs> I know I don't sleep at all, mm-hmm. but I still don't trust like, like that. Like, you, you trance? Yes. Uh, and I'm definitely, like, holding the bag in front of Hori's face, just, like, wet, dangling don't, back Technically, Hori do doesn't have to sleep either. I don't have to sleep. Hori goes into, like, cool down. But I want to be in, like, a room when I do that. I don't want to be, like, in a public place. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Jenny, don't do that, please. Jenny, Juicy. please, please refrain. Old woman. Not nice, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny's just like, I'm so sorry. No, you're not. Still just dangling. <laughs> you're like, you're right. Okay, please get them. <laughs> so we can talk. Okay. Okay. But talk. Boss. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was weird what happened on the mountains. Um, I don't know how to put this, but we should keep this information to ourselves for now, because I don't know what to do with it. Of course. Um, so that little red stone, um, when it came into contact with me, it gave me some data. All right. uh, a lot of data, and I was already in a weakened state, um, so it kind of overwhelmed me, and I passed out. Um, basically, the stone contains the names and aliases of every single member of the harbors. So, so all of our data has been compromised. Someone was walking around with this, and they would have had it if they hadn't already seen it. Hmm. Oh, wow. I thought it was way worse. What were that you is very worse. That's the worst thing it what, could possibly be. What were you expecting? Miss Jewel Shard, I respectively you told speaking. My parents that I was working on this department and not in the sorcery department of the Harpers. Well, that information would be known with the stone. Yeah. Well shit. It affects you too, Miss Jewel Shard. Shit. Well, as you go through your memory banks, mm-hmm. um, this information is still on call for you. Right. Like you still remember. Mm-hmm. Um and flash storage yeah a lot of these names are not familiar to you because there's just so 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 many Mm -hmm. um however combing through your name or your designation as like the Mm h6 unit um bell's full name and jenny's full name are nowhere to be found they are not in the system so yeah we are kind of off the grid um for some reason i'm not really sure why are so are we ghost protocol I don't know what that means. Can I have no idea what that means. What does that mean? Um, it's in Mission Impossible when <laughs> Ethan Impossible finds out that all of MI6 has been compromised. Ethan Impossible? Yeah, that's his, is name, that his right? name. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually his name. It seems like an untruth. <laughs> no one watched Ghost Protocol or Rogue Nation because we're about to be Rogue Nation right now. No, his name is Ethan Hunt. <laughs> it's Ethan Impossible. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's Ethan Mars. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, all right. This is um extremely bad. Yeah. Um. It. I. We listen, need to I, tell Master Shriek like right now. Were my parents' name any of my parents' names in that? Database? I don't. I don't know your parents' names. Any else with the last name Jewel Shard? Not that I saw. Oh. If, do they work with the Harpers? They're like associated with, like, especially. Do you th- Do you think they're like, have your parents? Were like joined 
the agency? They were like contractors. Or are they like they're like friendly folks that the agency works with? They like outsource stuff to them. Like they're yeah, but they're, they're like, not, they're but they're like, not officially part of it. I guess not. Then no. Okay. So no, I didn't see any Jewel Shards pop up. Okay. Um. Yeah, we need to tell Master Shriek this. If we have <sighs> a, if we have a spy in our midst, a spy within the spies, uh, we should probably warn. Not everyone, because we don't know who the spy is, but I'm pretty sure, I'm like 99.9% sure that Master Shriek is not that. Well, keep that 0.1% uh, in your back pocket. Shriek's name yes. is on that list. Right. You've come across it. <laughs> no last name either, just Shriek. Shriek. Yeah, uh, that was weird. We should, go, we should go inform him, because he'll probably, you know, know what to do or whatever. Yeah. Is it safe to find him? Safe to find him? Yeah. What do you, like... Like, do we teleport back? Yeah. We should. Well, if our names aren't on there, then they don't know what we know, which means that we should we should be okay to teleport back, and we should find him and warn him, right? Yes, but let's be careful about how we do it. Yes. I, I'm, uh, I'm not trying to make the situation more complicated, but also uh, I am programmed with... Healthy suspicion, uh, Matrix. I'm programmed with lots of suspicion, so I understand. Like, organically programmed. I guess. I don't know how robots work. Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're on the same page. Um, so let's be careful about how we present this information. Um, maybe I'm just overthinking it, but at the same time, uh, you know. Yes, we don't know who who leaked this information. It right. could be a spy amongst our ranks, or it could be someone who found out this information. But yes. we don't I, know that that information's actually out, though, right? Well, someone had it, and I don't know if anyone else besides me saw it. It's possible. There's no there's no way to know. So either nobody besides me knows it, or some other people out there know it, and they were on their way back. Uh, oh, ooh, sorry. Thunderstorm <laughs> out there. Oh, sorry. It's rainy tonight. Just just coughing up some blue sludge. Uh, um, yeah, so there's no way to know who knows it besides me. If the half-orc had it, he might know. Yes, and that's... it is important that we find him, but I also think it is important to warn mm-hmm. the Harper agents. Right. Because even though that means that there's a spy amongst them, a mm-hmm. lot of them will be rooted out. Uh, so we should probably go find Master Shriek yeah. and tell him this information, too. Maybe he'll know something about what we saw. Yes, I think that's a good idea. But I, um, I wonder if we should or should not tell him that we were not on the list. I feel like it's safe to tell Shriek that we were not mm-hmm. on the list. Because maybe that will make us better candidates to be part of Ghost Protocol. And we will be looked at as heroes. And get promotions. I don't know anything about that, but Master Shriek is like one of maybe uh uh no no he's the only one I trust. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one of the one that I trust. He's the literally the only only agent I trust. More than us. I just met you, so yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> trustworthy. That's true. You're too honest to uh, to be suspicious. Smile at both of them very, with a very goofy looking grin. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we know? We know that Hawari's part is like a robot, right? 
Yes. I mean, yes, I would <laughs> hope so at this point. If, I my, if my blood is dark that's clear blue. enough. Hawari is not organic. Is designed in such a way that at a glance, if they were walking in a crowd down a street, if you weren't looking for them, you probably wouldn't notice. But if any sort of disguise that they are not human kind of falls apart upon close inspection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even close enough. You've, pro- you've probably seen, like, like the crystal on their head is no headband. It is yeah. actually built in. There's a cord running from the back of their head down into their clothing. Okay. Um, yeah. So, like, so very quick glance, it's like, oh, that's a humanoid. Uh, but then, like, within you, if you can get within, like, eye distance of me, it's like, ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Eye contact. Um, Bell? Yes? I think one of us needs to touch the stone. I... I would advise against that. I, I think it's the only way to know if the orc was able to get information off of it, or if it takes something like animatronic or some form of <sighs> mechanical device to get the information on I mean, there. I suppose it's fair. Right. I just worry about what might happen to you. All right, I'll just I'll do it. I don't care. What, why are you doing it? Because I don't care. <laughs> That's a pretty good reason. <laughs> I just immediately open up the bag. I'm just like, he said it. He said it. He said it. It's a. Are you sure about this? Uh, well, I also have the most health out of all uh-huh. of you, and if something shocks me, then maybe I won't die. Okay, because so. we could find somebody and have them touch it, and then ask them, and then kill them. We can't kill anyone. Oh, uh, you're right, that's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, I mean, the crystal wanna, kind of, like, could like buzzes that. a little bit, and I'm like, oh, um... You need to yeah, rest. Sorry, yeah, I'm very, uh, very, uh... uh I mean, battery. I am not opposed to killing, but... Right, um, yeah. I also know that it is against the laws of this land. Yeah, we probably shouldn't do any murders, especially when there's a whole list going around with agents' names on it. I'm just going to touch the stone. Just okay. touch the stone. All right, uh, Bill, good luck. You you dive your hand into the bag mm-hmm. that Jenny's holding open for you, and you reach around, and you find this stone. And as you pull it from the bag and hold your hand up, or, like, hold it in your hand, it, like, wiggles in your hand like it's trying to get out. What do you do? iron gripping it i'm like no there's iron gripping it um and it just kind of it's just like moving around your hand it's kind of tugging at like the tips of your fingers like it wants to move itself towards your head oh and i guess i let it do that so you open your hand and the stone kind of floats and it starts to orbit your head in like okay. a slow maybe like a foot or two away and as it does your eyes kind of roll back in your head as you are hit with this wave of information, it's like seeing names just appear like letter by letter, one by one, in rapid succession. Just constantly, endless list of names. And as you do it, as this all hits you at once, give me a constitution saving throw. Oh boy. Alright, let's see what happens, y'all. Let's do, let's see, constitution. Alright. <laughs> Ten. Ten. You pass out. <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, bye. You're, you're just like, you lean back in whatever seated position you're in as your eyes kind of like roll up towards the top of your head and you're just like twitching real quick as oh, all this God. info hits you and then you just pass out. Okay. Um, Good night. The oh, two of wow. you see him pass out. Um, when he falls to his side, he just falls unconscious. The stone does a similar thing that it did mm-hmm. with you when you were down mm-hmm. or it tries to orbit do, like, complete its orbit around right. Bell's head, 
when it hits the ground, it just kind of like rattles along the wood floor until it can get to the other side of his head. Oh, wow. And then uh, it floats up and then drags itself along the ground to do it again. I'm going to like grab it. Yeah, I'm going to throw it in the bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you, trap it when you it. grab it and hold it, nothing new happens. Right, the last time when you like grabbed it and let it orbit, you got all this info. Mm-hmm. And if you grab it again, it doesn't feel any different. It pulls yeah. itself like it's trying to go towards Bell's head. When you move it closer to yourself, it pulls like it wants to go around your own head. Put it in here. Put it in here. I just dunk it into the bag. <laughs> yeah. You dunk it into the bag, and Jenny pulls the drawstrings tight as you kind of, like, weave your hand out. Okay. Um, and it is stuck. Once you pull it far enough away from the other two, it just settles in your bag. All right, Bill. Uh, we got we to gotta wake Bill up. Yeah. Um, when you wake Bell up. Maybe Bell needs um, a nap. Well, wow. Do you want well, to wake Bell up? Uh, Maybe later. Let's wake him up first uh, mm-hmm. for now. All right. Hi. Good morning. Bell, when you wake up, mm-hmm. you know all the names, the same information the Hawaii does, just this list of names and aliases. All the information kind of hit your head at once, and now that you're awake, now that you've woken up again, you can contextualize what you have, and you know that this information has been transferred to you, assumedly in full. Yeah. I mean... I'm st- stupid as hell, so probably not all of it. But I sit back up really abruptly, and I'm like, it doesn't matter if you're a man-made creature or a construct. Sure, or a, <laughs> a gift from God. A gift from God, or <laughs> <laughs> or a gift from Jummy Ifit. Jummy, <laughs> Jummy, Jummy Ifrit. <laughs> what Jimmy I'm saying feet. is that I touched the stone and it probably did the exact same thing it did to you, Hawari, which now I know all this information, including a lot about the, the man downstairs that I probably didn't care to know. You oh. know that you know now that Kilba Messed isn't his real name. Yes. I mean, I could have figured that. Yes, you know too. Yeah. Wait, everyone had aliases? Was I supposed to get an alias? I mean, I don't have one. I, I just have my, like, model number and stuff. Did we goof up? Uh, well, we're not even listed on here, so it doesn't matter. We're off the grid. The grid. Uh, the grid. So we absolutely have to go find Master Shriek. <laughs> How are you feeling? Bad. Okay. You're a little woozy, but it doesn't feel like the information has had any lasting effect I'm on not you. dying. Someone's dying. I say as I knock over a bookshelf in my wooziness. Okay. You're trying to pick this up and like, oh, I'm not, I'm right. Knock the whole shit over. Shit. Um, do you want more water with lemon? Yes. Okay, I'm going to go downstairs and get some water with lemon for Bell. Hawari excuses himself. I'm going to keep an eye on Bell. The two of you have a, a bit of moment, a moment before Hawari returns. Uh, Jenny is kind of like looking at the bag, partially feeling left out. She's like, I don't. I don't know this information, but definitely is not gonna, definitely not touching that stone. That looks like a bad time. Was it's, it Bell? It's a bad time. I don't sleep, and it made me pass out. I do sleep, so I don't want to know what it would do to me. Yeah. Uh, what? So what else did you see, though? Just all the names of every single agent in our, you know, staff. Like their rank and stuff like that. All that, all the information, as if they'd just taken all the files and just put it into one condensed form. Well, you have names and you have aliases, but notable information that you do not have. You don't have images. You don't. You have these names, but beyond the people you've met personally, mm-hmm. you can't put a 
face to a lot of those names. Mm. Um, and you don't know exactly the ranks of the people in, involved. You just know that they are affiliated. You, like, you, you get all this info. The info doesn't even technically say that they are all Harpers, but there are enough dotted among that list that whose names you do recognize to let you assume you're like, oh, this is probably what's going on here. Yes. Um, but you don't know status. Like, for example, when you see Shriek's name come up, it doesn't tell you what his rank is, but it gives you, like, 20 aliases that Shriek has used <laughs> over the years. <laughs> all of them bad. Oh, yeah. A lo- all of, almost Shriek, all of them Shriek. are sound effects. <laughs> Gasp. Ah, oh, he's got, like, groan, pluck, grunt, sh- shout, crawl. <laughs> and at the bottom of the list, Bobson Dugnut. <laughs> <laughs> We don't speak about Bobson Dugnut in this household. Well, not He's a traitor. <laughs> um, um, huh. Should we destroy it? No, not yet. We should bring it to Master Shriek and then figure out from there. I, we're being tasked right now to keep all of the information for who the Harpers really are. We better not lose this. Yes, we shouldn't lose it. Oh, shit. Oh shit, I'm just an intern! Hawari returns with the lemon water. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you? I'm just an intern! What's what's wrong? She's freaking hey. out. Jenny. Jenny. Oh. Jenny, you want to be the best intern there is, right? I am the best intern there is. So you can handle this. You can. I'm not asking, I'm telling you. I... I wasn't prepared for this. It's okay. It, you're a living being, it happens. Okay, breathe. We, we have, literally, if we lose this rock, mm-hmm. we expose almost all the Harpers. Right. Don't lose it. Don't then. lose it. Ma'am. I don't think it's that easy, but I'll do my best. We'll work with you. It's going to be okay. 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 okay I breathe. Got You're the best intern in the world. I'm going to get you a mug really that says that? number one intern. Yes, I do mean that. Jenny's like writing a note to herself being like, Follow up on mug. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are the best intern in the world. It's okay. a lot. I'm so glad we've only been working with each other for the past 12 hours. Uh, yeah, I guess so, huh? About 12. You've demonstrated in that time how uh, how eager you are to be an intern, and that's the most important thing. I'm going to rise to the ranks, be everyone's boss one day. You could. Jenny takes compliments way too far instantly, where she's like, I will run the Harpers. <laughs> so I was like, hey, Jenny, you did a really good job today. He's like, you're right. I am the best intern who's ever existed. <laughs> um, yeah, so we have to talk to Master Shriek or whatever. Master Shriek? Ma- Master? <laughs> Master Shake? Master I think, Chef? <laughs> I think his official rank, as far as he's told you, is Spy Master. Spy Master Shriek. Uh, I, I kind <laughs> Which is of, very ostentatious. I pause for a second and I'm I like, like Spy Master. Yeah, it seems a little, uh, a little unnecessary. But that is his Shriek. rank, yes. Yes, it is. Um, There's no maps or anything or like names of locations. No right? images. Well, if you want a map. I have one for you. I mean, in our in our crystal, in our crystal thing. Crystal. Oh, in the crystal? Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we know no you have a map but for us, sir. In your kits, you do have a map. Oh. Yes. Well, we don't need that. We need to get to Master Shriek. You might soon. Master so I'm gonna Shriek. I'm gonna take it out of my binder. Uh. Put it down. <laughs> yeah. uh, um. Okay. So we need to not raise any red flags. Exactly. To, uh, what's the man downstairs? Uh, uh Killbot Messhead. Mess What's his real name? 
True name. Uh, fuck. I didn't write his true name down. Killbutt? Dunk Bucket. Dunk Bucket. Yeah, no wonder he had an alias, but he he could have made a better one. So, um, but yes, Dunk Dunk Bucket. Dunk Bucket. Dunk 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 Dunk. Dunk. The Yes. Oh shit! Why did you guys tell me that? I shouldn't. I shouldn't know what his real name no, is. It's That's okay. gonna expose us. It's okay. Just one. Just just one name. Just don't say it. You can do that, right? Killbutt. Killbutt. Yeah, you can do that. Killbutt. His name's Killbutt. Killbutt. Yeah. Messhead. Killbutt Dunkburger. <laughs> Close. Yes. Good enough. Almost. Okay. okay. We need to get him to open up a portal again because we need to find Master Shriek. Yes, but we all need to rest first badly. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys want to take your long rest here, or do you want to try and teleport back and take a rest over there? It's it's up to you, basically. Mm-hmm. How much time do you want to pass before you get back and tell? I personally feel like Bell personally feels we need to get to him immediately, but he also is very aware that we can only do so much while we're all technically dying. True. Can we take a short rest? Yeah, a short rest takes an hour, and when you do, you can spend however many hit dice you want to from your pool. Uh, just note, well, that's that's a different problem. No worries. Mm-hmm. Um, so your hit dice, you have a hit die equal to whatever your current level is, mm-hmm. so you can roll that however many times you want to, up to three. Um, what's your hit die? Uh, your hit die, for, you're a warlock, right? Yeah. So your hit die is in D8. So you can roll a D8 and add your constitution modifier to each one. Okay. And roll it how many times? Uh, up to three, because you're up third level. Um, you have a D, do you have a D8 D10. or D10 as a ranger? D10. D10, ooh. Yeah. That was a uh, I don't roll. Like, yes, we're like chilling, I guess, in a room, but Jenny certainly cannot fall asleep with all this stress. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're just doing a short rest, as long as you're yeah. just, as you're just chilling, not That's doing strong. anything else, yeah. that counts as a rest. Yes. Okay. okay. So I'm at uh, 12 oh, yeah. HP out of 21. Max. Could be worse. You gained 12? Oh, no. I, I gained 12, and I had 8 before. So I'm back up to full health. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so we're going to do a short rest, but before we do that, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to talk to Bell privately. You can chat during your rest, too. Okay. The rest is just as long as you're not doing anything extraneous, okay. yeah. then it counts as a rest. So, Bell, I want to talk to you privately. Yes. Outside. Should I leave the room? Um, we'll leave. No, you, you leave the room. Please. Oops. Yes, please leave the room. No offense. I leave the room. Okay. Bell. You're so strong for being able to. You've got a key to the room next door. You can try and listen through the wall. Mm -hmm. If you do, (laughs) give me a perception check at disadvantage. Okay. That's dope. Jenny goes takes the key and goes to the room next door. Right. Uh twelve. Wait, okay. no, 11. Okay. I will... So when they finish their conversation, I'll tell you what you heard. Okay. Okay. Right. Yes. Bill. Yes. So you saw the data crystal. I did. And you did see all the information in it. I did. So you understand that neither of us can ever betray the Harpers. Ever. Because if you do, if I do, if either of us do, we will bring down the infrastructure of this entire organization. Unless they're doing something evil, in which case, yes, we can betray them, but hmm. if... For now, we cannot betray them. I don't really see the point of betraying the people who pay me and feed me. Okay. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. I have no sense of honor or loyalty because those will just get you killed in the long run. And honestly, I don't trust anyone, but I also Mm -hmm. trust the law. And Mm -hmm. I know that the law tells me that if I just do what these people say... Mm-hmm. And I 
continue to get paid and get fed and boarded, then I don't really have a reason to betray anyone. Okay. So as long as you're getting paid, then no worries, essentially. I suppose. Okay. I mean, I know that lying isn't technically against the law and won't technically get you murdered for it, but... Only perjury. Only perjury, which um, I will not do, okay. I guess, because that is against the law. Um, just throwing this out there. Mm-hmm. I don't have blood. Yes. Real blood. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Little known fact about me. Um, I would like to swear a blood oath with you that we will not betray the Harpers unless something really evil comes up. What's a blood oath? Um, it's when you and one other person cut your hands lightly and put the blood together and swear not to do a certain thing or to do a certain thing. Is that, is that a sexual thing? No. Are we having a sexual comment right now? A sexual what? Like, are we talking about sexual things right now? I, I don't (laughs) know where your head's at, but, um, mine, mine is, uh, uh, yeah. In my, in my culture... Swapping blood like that might lead to a sexual encounter. Oh. Do robots have sexual encounters? No. Not usually. Hmm. I don't understand it, but I will do this if it is not a sexual advantage upon me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um. All right. We're going to swear a blood oath. All right. Someone's got a knife, right? Me. Yes. Get, right, get to it. We're doing I just it. do it. <laughs> you, you slice open like the palms of each of your hands. Mm-hmm. Is this You're... a legally binding contract? Um, it's not legally binding, but um, if you do break it, uh, for not a good reason, um, mm-hmm. I, I may have to hurt you. Spiritually binding, maybe. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Okay. I just care about the law. But if it is mm-hmm. a matter of I will be killed. For not following it, then mm-hmm. I understand that part. Yeah. Not not an actual written contract or law, but I, I may have to hurt you very badly if you break our blood oath. Okay. Okay. Understandable. So we're doing it. We did our little blood oath. What color is your blood, Hori? Uh, like a dark blue, blue, like a purpley. Like an indigo? Yeah, like an indigo. Kind of, like, oh, kind of cool. in the same color palette as the crystal, but like oh, darker. Okay. Cool. Distinguishable from the crystal. And you've got, you've got that red elf blood. Yeah, so, normal blood. Like, like you shake mm-hmm. hands, you yeah. get your bloody palms. Yeah. His blood is sealed. Jenny, you heard, is this sexual? <laughs> and mumbling. <laughs> Beyond that, that's it. Ah, <laughs> uh, regular threes company. He <laughs> was just sitting there going like, you writing like, a notebook, my bosses are fucking? <laughs> question mark? Sigh. You <laughs> draw one of those little like, like his face with the flat mask. Like yeah. mm. it's the face that's upside down. Oh, upside down smiley face. <laughs> All right, thank you, Bell. Jenny, you'll try to invent emojis. I'm, I'm glad we could we could do this. Um, I have to leave now. Okay. Yeah, you can go back to your. your room I'm going or? to go to the other room. Okay. I open the door to see Jenny just standing there. <laughs> Jenny, you hear the door handle on your room start to turn while you've got your thin ear-esque thing pressed up against the wall. What do you do? I immediately, like, push myself off the wall almost and, like, land on the bed, like, uh, just, like, with my hand against my head, just, like, posing almost, Mm -hmm. like, as if it was, like, a photo shoot. But I'm just like, 
I'm very casual. Hi. Give like, me a give me a dexterity check, and then Bell, <laughs> you give me a perception check. <laughs> Jesus. You're you're holding your head in your hands, oh, Jesse. Oh, well, I got a nat one. <laughs> Again. What did you roll, Jesse? I rolled a two. <laughs> but with dexterity, I do have a plus four. Oh my so god, I do have a six. What, but what a mess! Um, what the fuck? <laughs> what just happened? Two beat. I guess you know. Two beats one. <laughs> I can't yeah. remember. We've been playing Dungeons and Dragons together for over a year, and I can't remember a single instance where a two <laughs> was the was the more successful roll uh. in a contest. But it happened right now. Uh, you fuck up horribly. You're like, <laughs> like when you hit the when you hit the bed. It's it is as <laughs> if it was a waterbed, and your motion just cannot sit still. Even though it is not a waterbed at all. But Bell hits the room. Maybe they run headfirst into the door and like, oh, ah. <laughs> and they got their heads in their hands like, ah. <laughs> and it takes them long enough to actually look at you to where the bed has settled. You know, like, hello. Hi, Bell. Uh, uh, and I definitely just say like, y'all, y'all kissing or something, huh? Excuse, excuse me. I feel weird. <laughs> I have to lay down. <laughs> okay, come on by. There's plenty of room. There Not- is. It's a it's a queen. <laughs> is that sexual? <laughs> is why is everyone trying to have sexual advantage towards me? I, I don't understand. I wasn't trying. I have I have to leave. I leave. Okay. <laughs> okay, leave. bye. Belle, you are standing in the hallway. And I'm, that's where I'm going to stay for the rest of the night. <laughs> You're not even going to take the room that was given to you? No. I'm going to sit in the... I'm going to stand in the hallway, arms crossed, just staring into space like, what is happening? <laughs> I guess I'm going to take that empty room then if no one's right. using it. Hawaii has an empty room, and Jen, you have an empty room. Yeah. And I don't break that pose. <laughs> I'm in that pose the entire time. You fall asleep like in that pose? Yeah, it's very comfortable. All right. Jenny falls asleep in bed with like a, a hand behind her head, just voguing. <laughs> Hawari goes into trance, or not into trance, into cool down. Yeah, I just kind of, like, I lay on the bed kind of flat, and I just kind of power off a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. There's so many things that I feel like we probably should have done instead of sleeping. <laughs> just for an hour. Do you fall asleep in the hallway, Belle? Yes. Well, I don't fall asleep. Or you trance. Mm-hmm. So Belle just sets up in the, like a meditative pose. What does your trance pose look like? How do you trance? Um. You do like a like a Buddhist monk like mm, middle finger touching thumbs no. kind of deal. How do you do it? I just curl up into a ball. Fetal <laughs> <laughs> <Just> position. <laughs> yes. Are you upright or lying down? No, I'm upright. I'm, like, my back against the wall, my knees, like, tucked in. So Belle just fetal positions in a corner, staring (laughs) down the hallway. At some point during your trance, you see Kilbutt come up the stairs and, like, sees you in the corner, just staring back at him. (laughs) He doesn't say anything. And he goes back down the stairs, he's like, uh. He's like, he holds his hands, like, uh. Points at you. Doesn't say anything. And it turns around and goes downstairs. Ah, <laughs> uh, how awkward. Um, Four hours later, your tra- uh, Bell's trance is done and Hawaii's cool down is done. I thought we were doing a short rest. Oh, you're doing a short rest? Yeah. Short mm-hmm. re- oh, so you're not long resting. No. no. Oh, so an, so an hour passes. Bell's in the corner in a fetal position. Hawaii's cooling down and Jenny is still voguing on the bed. <laughs> One hour passes. 
What's next? Well, we gotta we see gotta... if we can order, open a portal to go to Shriek. Yeah, we need to go to Shriek. Yeah. Okay, so the three of you go downstairs. You meet up with Kilbert, and he he's he's cleaning glasses. The glasses are not dirty. He's just doing it out of habit. It's something to do on a slow night like this. Mm-hmm. There's still no one in the bar downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, what's up? You guys figure out what you need to figure out? Yes. Okay. Oh, I dropped my dice on the floor. Alex. Oh. Oh, jeez. Continue. Pretend I'm, pretend I'm <laughs> here. Should Brian, we... cut this. <laughs> Brian? Brian? Who's Brian? Who's Brian? Who the hell's Brian? Our, uh, you know, Brian. I don't know Brian. Who? You know. Our actual intern, Brian. <laughs> oh, okay. Brian. Um, so, what are the, what are you guys doing? Kilbert's like, do you guys... Got everything all figured out? Yes. Yes, we yes, need to go good. home right now immediately. Thank you. Home? Well, um, I can, To Shriek. I can send you back to Waterdeep, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. we need to go to where Master Shriek is. Okay. I'll send you back to the Yawning Portal. That's where you came here from? Mm-hmm. I can send you yes. right back to it. All right. Thank you. No problem. Mm-hmm. Any... Where Shriek is? That's where Shriek sent the two of you out from. Okay. Hawari has been in Mirabar for a while. But the two of you came here from... Uh, a tavern in Waterdeep called the Yawning Portal. Mm-hmm. Right, right. He's like, I can, I can whip this back up. Give me ten minutes, and then got you ready to go. Okay, all right, uh, good, great. I okay. think you like can't make eye contact with him <laughs> now that you know his true name. <laughs> yeah, and he's just is very much just like, oh, yes, home. <laughs> also, um, sir, a note of advice: look lively from now on. Should I be concerned about something? No. Just look lively. Just general. There's nothing to worry about. Oh, my God. There's literally nothing to worry about. Just, you know, keep your eyes open. Standard Harper protocol, you know, just just be vigilant. That's all. That's all, really. Kilbot is worried. Oh. But he's not going to press the issue. Because you, you already told him an hour ago not to bother him. So he's like, okay. You know, just oh. standard Harper stuff. Just, you know. I'll ask about all right. I'm I'll, very I'll used to being in survival mode at all times as a drow male in my society, so this is just a general thing that I tell all men. Be careful. Watch out for women. They might kill you. That's just a general thing from where I'm from. He, he's like, well, don't I know it. All right. Just, <laughs> just women, am I right? Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Chicks, am I right? Uh, uh, fellas, a, put your hands a, in a the baby air. baby bird? Chick? What? <laughs> Kelvin gives you a good like, come on. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna drop it. I'm gonna drop it. He goes downstairs, sets to the teleportation circle. It takes about ten minutes for him to do so. You can kind of those of you who can smell can you pick up this whiff of incenses, familiar arcane workings, and in about ten minutes time he comes back up to the main room. He's like, Alright, you're ready to go. Want a uh, yawning portal? Back on water deep, gotcha. Just uh, keep all arms and legs inside the circle at all times. You're good to go, and one at a time, please. And he leads you back down to the basement floor. The circle of dust in the floor has been cleared, and you can see the kind of like the this baby blue glow of the runic sigils in the ground that make this teleportation circle. There is this kind of Almost like Aurora Borealis looking wave of light that kind of follows the circle of this teleportation ring. And he's just as soon as like, you're ready to go when you are. 
All right. What order should we go in? I'll go. You go first, mm-hmm. and then I'll go Jenny, last. you should go. No, you should go second because you have. I mean, uh, you should go second. Okay. Because. So. Y- yes, I will go second. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Bell goes in first, um, and with a wink, Bell disappears. Jenny goes second, and with a wink, she disappears. Oh, I need to go person. Okay. You rolled an eight. What does that mean? Uh, as I walk through, I say, thanks, kill bucket. Mm, okay. Doesn't hear you. He rolled an eight. He doesn't hear you. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, Hawari, you're last. Mm-hmm. You go through, or do you say anything? What are your plans? I say nothing. I just go through. You go through last. All right. The three of you are in a back room of a tavern in the yawning, or in Waterdeep, called the Yawning Portal. Belle and uh, Jenny are familiar with this. This is the same room that you entered into when you were coming here in the first place. And it is a couple days later, but you co- you're coming in at like 9 p.m. or so, and you are kind of in the height of uh, rush hour. You can hear the the background noise of patrons talking to each other. This is a bar that is popular with adventuring types. So you can mm-hmm. you can hear like a bar fight in the making. You can hear people with loud voices trying to talk over one another. Um, busy night at a busy tavern. Good. So no one will pay much attention to us then. Yeah. And when you come out of this back room, there's a dragonborn familiar to Jenny and Belle who kind of like he granted them access before. He kind of he nods wordlessly as he kind of like blocks you guys like blocks vision as you guys kind of reappear from the back room you're in this busy tavern area i'm gonna tell this man like have you seen master shriek did he leave already he's like he's not he hasn't come in tonight but i can give him a message or a, a missive if you need him to meet you we yeah we need a message. to we need to he, we need him to meet us as soon as he can okay take um upstairs booth number four I'll tell him you're here. All right, we're going to go. What, what name should I give him? You can give him mine. Yeah. Your, your name is? Hawari. Hawari? Mm-hmm. A6? Great. All right. I'm a... No, he doesn't give you his name. I forgot. Oh, okay. I don't know what his name is. He doesn't give it to you. Okay. It's um, me. Never mind. It's me. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Oh, see, like, Not give me just that kidding. One. It's you. <laughs> me? My name's also Hori. <laughs> oh my god, I would lose my mind. <laughs> and the the three of you set up shop in a booth big enough to fit you plus one. Um, and in you know maybe an hour of waiting or so, the bartender or the uh, the service person comes by, tries to pester you guys for drinks. Um, I'm assuming someone in the party doesn't want any. A lemon water, please. Lemon water? You wanted a cucumber last time. Trying a little stronger stuff now? We'll get you to alcohol eventually. No. <laughs> no. We'll see. Excuse me. We'll see. Yes? Do not sass my group. She kind of, like, like takes him back. Like, my apologies. No worries. Anything for you? Beer. A beer? Yes. Great. Anything for you? Can I see your ID? Also a beer. I am beer age. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? 
She kind of like, give her a deception check. ID. ID. 13. Beats 8. Ooh. Um, she's like, she kind of squints at you. Doesn't know whether or not you're telling the truth or not. But you also get the feeling that it is not worth her time or money to actually find out one way or another. So she says, two beers and a lemon water. That's correct. Yes. And right up. Mm-hmm. And she goes away. In about an hour's time, after you've had your drinks, uh, you see the tangled mass of coats and robes and rags, <laughs> ev- evocative of a shriek. And he sits down at the booth next to you. You can see his beak poking out from underneath just layers of, cl- of blankets, in essence. And he's like, so, how did it go? Uh, very just, badly, for sir. the record, very, Jenny oh. did not drink her thing. It still is a full beer if Shriek wants it. Why, why don't you drink your beer? <laughs> she felt really um, uh, bad. She was like, I, I ordered this, but I know I can't drink it. So you're giving me the flat one. Ooh. I see how it is. Ooh. Sir. I'll remember uh, this. Just, sir. She's like, wit, like <laughs> ah, to herself, so Belkin. Sir, there's there's problems. What's the problem? Did you Did you stop the smuggling caravan? We stopped the smuggling caravan. So what's the problem? There's um, been a leak of information about our agency. You can, from underneath the coats, you kind of see, like, his whole head, like, peer forward. And while it is difficult for someone with a face of a big raven to kind of convey facial expressions, you can... Feel this kind of glowering seriousness, and he's like, "How bad?" Um, there's uh, quite a bit of information about the Harpers um, on this strange little data stone that we found amongst the caravan. Show me. Okay. Do J- just do not touch it. Okay. Promise. Good. I I don't take my eyes off Shriek. Mm-hmm. Jenny, please show him what's inside the bag, but not too close. Oh, so we have some rust monsters we have to go back and get. Oh, point. right. I forgot about this. like eating the town or some shit. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's fine. Monsters. That, that guard deserved it. Um, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll bring, bring, after we're done dealing with this, like, get some agents over there to bring those rust monsters back so they don't eat the whole town. Rust monsters. Also, they're cute. Oh, yeah. So, the, car- the caravan that yes. we we're following. Okay. Had some hidden rust monsters in it. Ooh. They're doing some sort of tunneling operation. Yeah, we didn't figure that out. Only because we had to deal with this. And this is a much more pressing matter at the moment. Yes. Must be serious. It is. Very serious. Um, but at some point, can some, like, intern, not not Miss Jewel Shard because she's with us, but, like, another intern, maybe hire a new intern because of the, the information breach, just go over there and get get the Rust Monsters back, You won't please. find an intern better than me. That's true. Jenny is an intern first class. I'm getting some conflicting messages here. You want me to send an intern, but not our best one, to go no. get Rust Monsters outside of a city wall. How is that confusing? Are you left there? How is that confusing? I'm I'm trying to figure out what exactly you want me to do. I want you to look at this information, sir. Figure out what we can do about it because this is a much bigger issue. But then also maybe get some desk jockey to go over there and get the rust monsters, please. 
Okay. What information? Like I said, there's a lot of information about our agents. How so? Full what names kind? and aliases. How? All of them. He looks seriously, and he turns over to Jenny. You've got the bag? Mm-hmm. Do you have it out, or are you still keeping it to yourself? Still, it's underneath one of my big button-up shirts. Okay. So he looks and he's like, how? How did this happen? What do you mean? I don't. Give give him I, the stone. So I, I take the, the bag off around my neck, and I kind of, like, fold the bag inside out to make it almost like a mitten. Like so you're, glove. like, holding the stone through yeah. the bag. Yeah. And, like, but, like, at a safe distance, so like, I'm still keeping it near me with a good grip like grip on it okay and it's just like this was in there and one of their people said that like we overheard them saying that this has all the information for the harpers in it he kind of like looks at this red stone he kind of squints at it he's like "Mm, what is it I'm not sure. We don't know this. Um, It's what harbors like all the information so there's gotta be like we don't know why they had it. We weren't able to... We were trying to apprehend the guy who had it, but he escaped. To where? Did you did you find out where he was going? To Lurchwood? Luskin. 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 Yeah. He's taking a book Oh, to yeah, he's coming from Lurchwood. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's going to Luskin. Oh, great. He'll be there in, like, a week or two, right? Mm, a week about. We have time. Yes. I know, I know a teleportation circle to Luskin. We can get there, no problem. We'll beat him there. Okay. Anywho. He he kind of like reaches like a clawed no. hand towards it. It's like no. Well, and he puts his hand under the table and he leans his like face and he's like, "Show it to me then." What is this? Well, I I do know some stuff about because I've seen stones like this before. Yes. Oh. Um. So your arcana check earlier, you know that it is called an iron stone, like I O U N. Um, and you know. The general properties of other iron stones. But you also know that this one is different. And especially after seeing the first hand accounts from Bell and Hawari, you know that this is a different kind of beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely don't say anything about that Bell and Hawari have had it affect them. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. But definitely like, yeah, normally it has different kinds of properties. It can give you bonuses and stuff. But for some reason, this one different i've studied these kind of these io stones before how do you know what's different about it uh they're telling me something very serious and i need to know what's happening with this they're able to store information on it they're able to what kind of information um names of all the harper agents and their aliases they're just a catalog like a he kind of like leans in even further and he says now this is a very bad joke if this is serious, I need you to prove it to me. How do I know it. this isn't some sort of prank? Let him touch it. This would be the worst taste prank I've ever been played. I'm not programmed to make pranks. You should know that better than anybody. This what is reason true. would we have to prank? Well, this would be a bad Trying prank. Trying to play a cruel joke on your old man's boss. What's the What's the payoff? Master Shriek, look at me. Look at me. Look me in the eye. Look look directly at me. He looks directly at look, you. Look directly at me. Just like look at me. Look at me in the face. I see you. I see you, Belle. Do I... Have I ever made a joke? You have in not. In my entire life. This is out of character for you. Exactly. So why would I be joking? See, see here's the thing. I don't joke. I don't have fun. I do my job. <laughs> <laughs> and I value these qualities. And I don't want you to tell my parents that I tried to lie. Because that would look very bad. 
So it looks like statistically, it would make sense that we're not joking. Are you in our card check you, on check on this? Like, come I on. don't. I don't trust magic. <laughs> That's like, very true. I don't, I don't like magic. I don't like it. That's very true. I also don't like magic. Like, how do you know what is stored on it? Because I know island stones do different things. They're very nebulous. So how do you know what's on it? Have you touched it? Oh, Ari, or Bell, does one of you want to tell about the person who touched it, who died during the caravan raid? That's very roundabout. Bell straight up does not lie. He's just like, we touched it, we saw the information, but our information's not on it, sir. May I? And he kind of like reaches one of his, he puts one of his clawed hands on the table. Let him touch it. May I? Or I'm feeling like I'm just gonna put this back in. Let him to, touch it. To be to to be fair, uh, he does outrank me. So he does. I but won't make. It seems super I won't unsafe. make you if it's dangerous. But um, I but I'm telling you, I think I can handle it. Can I do an insight check on Shriek to make sure that it is uh, Shriek? Absolutely. Uh, do an insight check. A nat one. A nat one. Hey, what else I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. You, you've never met Shriek before, um, and what you've heard of him through stories is just not helping you. Eleven. Eleven. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna try it too. Let's do it. Insight. I'm like, I also, I believe him. I believe in Shriek, but we'll see if it is Shriek. Well, I don't wow. Know. <laughs> uh, I think it's absolutely. Shriek. Oh, all right. Sounds about right. Okay. Um, you've never met Shriek. In person, more than a couple of minutes when mm-hmm. he talked to you about this team in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but from the, you've heard stories about him, and it mm-hmm. seems to line up. Okay. Um, you get the feeling that he's being more serious than he typically is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get the feeling that he genuinely wants to figure out what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Master Shriek is literally the only person I trust in this whole bitch of an earth. So that's how it is. So that's how it is. So I believe well, him. All right. So drop the stone in his hand. All right. He he pulls it closer to his head and like lets go of it and lets it orbit. It's cocked. Wow! She he passes out on the table. He his eyes roll back, kind of like bells, but he does not last as long as Bell did before he hits the table, unconscious. Well, his eyes kind of like twitching. Yes. All right. Um, um, as he hits the gr- table, his coats kind of like cover his face, his beak. And he's just like a pile of blankets and coats, a coat mountain <laughs> in a booth at the bar with you. Excuse me, sir. Sir, wake up, sir. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I r- put the stone r- back in the bag while he's passed out. Mm-hmm. Did you grab it with the bag too? Of course. He's like, pull it in. Don't, under any, under any circumstances, tell him that you saw it okay i saw what any of the stuff oh the bell yeah. already did i already did oh you did i thought i did yeah oh damn it okay <laughs> fine right. but nothing said oh wait no bell said that both of you touched it yeah i was gonna say because they won't kill me because i'm it's true not replaceable you're, you're very powerful yeah so when you you guys are chatting shriek is passed out on the table and within a f- couple of minutes or so Unless someone 
shakes him earlier. I shake him. I want to investigate his body. It's hard. You can't really see much of it. It is just covered in mismatched shirts and robes and blankets. And I stare at Jenny weirdly because I'm like, what are you doing? As I'm shaking Shriek awake. His beak like clicks itself open and closed. As he kind of like regains consciousness. Um, His eyes kind of like independently of themselves like snap back into place looking in different directions as he like looks around the table recognizes everyone sitting there and then he looks at bell like we do have a problem don't we a huge problem sir this is a humongous problem yes very large big problem so he he kind of like <laughs> folds he yes. folds his like his claws together on the table kind of like clicking them against each other as he's trying to think of what to do. And Uh-oh. he sits there in silence for a sec. I should also note that mm-hmm. um, we don't know if anyone else has seen this yet. There's no way for us to tell. We found it, but we don't know if the information actually is known by anyone else yet. Yeah, we don't know if that half-orc who was carrying it... There's a half-orc carrying it. Yes. yes. We don't know if he's touched it or if he's just was bringing he a- it to someone. Was he on the caravan? Yes. Where did he go? He went back into town, and like I said, he went onto that uh, boat. Boat heading towards Luskin? Yes. yes. And okay. we got all the times of arrival for those, that boat. Great. Where, who set the boat out? Jummy, Jummy Biffet. Biffet. Jummy What a name. What kind of a name is that? Jummy How does no Biffet? one know about Jummy Biffet? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway. You all need to get cultured. <laughs> I'll send someone to check out the boat times. We'll find out when he arrives in Luskin, and we'll make sure that we, we're there when he gets back. Yeah, we should probably go because we know what he looks like. In the meantime, it will take him, if he's on a typical river boat, it will take him a minimum of five days to make it to Luskin. So we have time. In that time... We have a very important thing we need to do. I noticed mm-hmm. none of your names are on the sheet. Nope. On the stone. Yeah. I have a hunch as to why, but I haven't been able to. I can't confirm it yet. I have to look. But in the meantime, if all of our agents are compromised and all the places they live are also compromised, if anyone knows these names or these aliases, they can know where they are, where they stay. Nothing is safe. So, we need to set you up with a safe house. A new one. So, mm-hmm. and he, he dives a hand into his mass of coats. And he pulls out a crumpled up piece of paper. And he puts it down on the table. And as you unfold it, it's a map of the Sword Coast. Which, I'll give you guys now. Woo! We well, got we, a map. We need to set up a new safe house, a place for the uh, the four of us to launch operations. We need to figure out who made this, who they've shown it to, and why they made it. But we can't do that until we have a safe place to stay. Mm. So, I'll leave it to you to pick a place you want to go. So, you guys can choose where you'd like to make your base. And to help narrow things down for you, here are a couple of Big picture questions that we can use to narrow it down. First of all, do you want to be in a large city, like a, like a 
metropolitan city thing? Do you want it to be in a smaller city, or slash town, or do you want it to be some sort of hidden place in, like, the wilderness? Hmm. There are pros and cons to each. I know exactly where to go. Where? Where? Tell me Biffets. We are, as the Harpers, mm. will fund his hotel experience, <laughs> and we will build a secret headquarters in the basement. I mean... No one would ever suspect to find a bunch of spies in the basement of some sort of chain restaurant and hotel. I uh, mean, you're not wrong? I like where your head's at, but no. <laughs> okay. I need to cancel a letter that I already sent. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I like the idea of being in the complete wilderness, but Mm -hmm. also I do like the idea of being blended in to a cityscape. I like that too. There is, in my, where I'm from, there's a big city called Menzo Baranzan, Mm -hmm. and there's a ton of people who live there, so they would not suspect a random person showing up and bat an eye at it. So I'm assuming it's the same up here on the surface world to see a sea creature, a drow, and a robot person on a city street. But it would be very strange to be wandering in the woods and find us there. Or in a, a small town. town. Or in a small town. Now, if you'd like to, also, I have notes on, kind of like flavor notes. Okay. A flavor profile, if you will, <laughs> on some of the larger cities along the coast. Mm-hmm. So if you if you're trying to narrow it down between them to be like, hey, what is what is this one all about? What's the feel of this town versus that town? Mm-hmm. Um, the town you're in right now, city, I should say, called Waterdeep. It is the crown of the north, and it is the biggest and wealthiest city in the region. It's sprawling, and it has many wards. Kind of like the um, kind of like the districts in New York, mm-hmm. or the boroughs, um, and they all have their own flavor to them. They're ruled. Waterdeep is ruled by a council of anonymous lords, and the city has many conflicting interests as these nobles kind of play against each other, making the city feel like it's always a place in flux. So this city right here has lots of places you could look, um, mm-hmm. but there are many other places up and down the coast. Um, Including Luskin, uh, other the major cities I've got written down here. There's Baldur's Gate, which is furthest south. Mm-hmm. There's Mirabar, where you guys started your adventure. Um, there's Neverwinter, which is further no- which is further north, kind yeah. of between Luskin and here. Mm-hmm. There's Silvery Moon, which is out in the forests. Uh, Waterdeep, which is right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for some smaller but still pretty notable cities. Um, you've got Daggerford, which is built into a hill, kind of on a nice idyllic plains area. There's Longsaddle, which is kind of like homey yokels, lots of farming, draft animals, that kind of thing. Uh, Luskin, the pirate city, or mm-hmm. once pirate city. And uh, Yartar, a riverside city that's kind of, they build boats and deal with fishing. Okay. Here's my two thoughts. Okay. Um, a, both of you all function better in cold. Mm-hmm. Right? So we should go somewhere a little bit colder. Yes. Does that make sense? And I do not like the heat or the sun. Right. And you won't function well underneath those conditions. Right? No. So somewhere cold. And then I also like the idea of us... Maybe It, it could be on the coast or any sort of like near water because mm-hmm. like information travels fast 
along it's water. true um cities along the coast where or which river. are yeah cities along the coast or river that are major trade spots the three biggest ones are neverwinter which is the furthest north mm-hmm. Waterdeep, which is where you are now still relatively cold it's kind of like a sweden vibe mm-hmm. as far as the temperature is concerned and then Baldur's gate which is the furthest south um this region of the world is it's not a country but it is as close as you can be to one without being it a lot of the people who live in this part of the world know of each other Baldur's gate while it's further south and would be the warmest is closest to cultures outside of this one Mm. um waterdeep is kind of like the hub of this part of the world um the sword coast region as they call it and then Neverwinter is the furthest north, mm-hmm. closest to Luskin, and the place where you launched your adventure from. Well, I don't think we should settle down in Luskin, mm-hmm. only because that guy's going to Luskin, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And even though our names aren't on there, he at least knows us. Maybe he doesn't know we're with the Harpers, but he knows that we were trying to stop them. Yeah. So you might be able to put two and two together, so I don't want to, like, settle down roots there. He's yeah. at least seen, I think... Bell was like a, his prisoner or something during the last mission. It was either Bell or Hawari. I was, I was Hawari. It was Hawari. Was Hawari. I was, I snuck on. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. There's a bunch of shady stuff going on by the spine of the world. Yes. Um, yeah. Spine of the world is so a mountain maybe range along not the north. Luskin. We have to go to Luskin, but maybe not settled down there. Maybe Neverwinter, Never? slightly yeah. south. Maybe like I, I personally, I do think the idea of maybe some sort of hotel in themed restaurant would be good because of all the pe- if it's a tourist trap think of all the people that would go in there and try to have conversation you might be able to get some info from yeah i mean our front can be yeah. a hotel oh we need a front oh yeah, yeah let's set up a front so, hotel also i will say in ghost protocol ethan impossible uh did <laughs> ride he had a train they did Same have thing. their hi- hidden hideout was in a train in like a cargo train well, yeah, uh, we can make our hideout. Here's, here's the pitch for Neverwinter that I have written down here. Okay. Neverwinter is a city under construction on its way to survival. This once great city has survived numerous disasters, but seems to be stabilizing. Trade has reopened recently, but there's a tenseness in the city between longtime citizens and newcomers. Hmm. People flock to Neverwinter, hoping to stake their, stake their claim in a city that has room for it. Okay. Um, there's a lot of new people coming yes. in. There is a, essentially an entire district of Neverwinter, like mm-hmm. a, at least a third of it, that was just devastated in like a volcano eruption. Mm-hmm. And since then, the city has been able to recover, and now people are starting to move into that area. So it wouldn't be unusual for us to kind of set up a hotel. True. Yeah. It's there pretty are, normal. As a lot of A lot of folks that can't find their way in other cities, mm-hmm. but have the coin and resources to make it in a larger city, find themselves in Neverwinter. I think that's a good idea. That's, yeah, let's do Neverwinter. What do you yeah. think? I, I yeah. love Neverwinter. That sounds All right. great. So hotel gift shop uh, in Neverwinter. <laughs> so you guys decide on Neverwinter. Shriek sits down on the table. He's like, all right, great. I will send you to the safe house we have in Neverwinter. Um, but it is, if I suspect properly, I won't be safe for long. What you'll need to do is you'll need to meet with and he kind of, like, grimaces and, like, you can see him shiver and his feathers kind of, like, poof out as he thinks about it. He's like, real estate agents. To find uh, a new place to stay. Okay. Uh, he reaches into his bag and he gives you, uh, Hawari, a scroll tube. And when you unfurl it, 
It is a kind of writ of credit oh. worth 2,000 gold pieces. He's like, this should be more than enough to get something. Okay. Negotiate however you will. Just don't tell anyone the real reason. But I feel like that's obvious enough. Yeah, I mean, we're going to open up a hotel. And themed restaurant. Mm, yes. In restaurant, yes. See if there are anything see if there's anything open and you know, feel free to change whatever you settle on buying. We can will we in charge of branding? Neverwinter's a large Our city. Engine. I'm sure there's all sorts of places you'll find for for sale. Um if you can, buy cheap. You have more money to play around with if you do. It's so high. <laughs> gotta buy that merch. Gotta you get got... a bunch of t-shirts made. That's true. Listen, once once you get your safe set up, then we can stock up. We can talk about flipping properties so for the real money. You know what I mean? Okay. And he laughs to himself. <laughs> he like chatters like, <laughs> in, in a random other person's voice. Haha, oh. ha, joke's on you, listener. You thought you were listening to a podcast about D&D. Turns out it's all about role-playing our new startup. Oh, are you are you ready for me to dig deep into the well of fucking New York City brokers and oh. real estate disasters? Oh my god. Oh, so we have man. to get some venture capital from the Harpers. Exactly. <laughs> Donate to our Kickstarter for us to, you know, really be able to buy this spot. Uh, you know, the perks will include a t-shirt. <laughs> With Jenny's face on it. Yeah, no, we can't put our faces on oh, these. No, that's true. <laughs> have... Jenny considers it for a second. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so Shriek, confident and satisfied with your setup, he arranges for the group to be teleported to Neverwinter. And once the gang meets it there, um, it is cold when they arrive. Not quite as cold as it was in Mirabar. But I love it. They finally make it to hopefully start a new home. Thanks for listening to this episode of Twenty Sided Spies. We hope this mission report proves useful. Further reports become available every other Tuesday, so stay tuned. If you need further information, including other mission logs, agent profiles, and more, infiltrate our website at spiescast.com and find us on Twitter at 20 Sided Spy. See you next time.